What's going on, guys? And welcome to episode 106 of the Taste Cast, a weekly podcast where we talk about things, react to things, do a bunch of random shit. My name's Seth. I'm Chevy. And I'm Chris. And we are in a new month. We're in a new year. Happy New Year. Hopefully you had a fun, good time. Hopefully you're stoked for 2020 and how it's going to take all your money with new consoles and huge fucking titles coming out. You guys know. But uh, before we get into that part of the year, we have some quick reminders for this month to download and play Goat Simulator and Uncharted Nathan Drake Collection. Both offer for free on PlayStation Plus. Make sure to download those, play those, come back at the end of the month for Plus Club. Let's know what we thought of those games. Uh, all those games, fucking three games in one of those packages. That's a lot of fucking game to play. Tell us what you thought of them, and uh, we'll tell you what, what we thought of them. And our game of the month randomly picked is Vindictus. Uh, it is a free-to-play, so you have nothing to lose. I think it's only on PC, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, action RPG, where you run around and you slice shit up in fashion stylistic ways. Uh, fashionable stylistic ways. And... Uh, you level up and you, you get skills and shit. So make sure to play that as well. Or if you played in the past, come back uh, for game of the month. Let us know what you thought of that. Uh, we have Discord link down below. You can talk to us anytime, all time. We're on iTunes, Spotify, and other podcast platforms. If you prefer to listen to us. And we got TikTok. You can check us out. Taste of the Gaming. Um, I think that's everything. My name's Seth. Or where? <laughs> I am Seth. I already talked about this. Uh, yeah. With every taste cast, we typically start with what we've been playing. But we're going to first off jump into uh, releases. For this month because i feel like it'd be a quicker conversation a little more streamlined um so yeah the first week of every month we typically st- talk about game releases of that month so this month has a very very short list which i actually really welcome because there's always so many games coming out every month that uh i i'm just like oh god i'm not gonna have time to play in my back burner games uh so i'm very happy about this. So, uh, with that, I'm just going to go through this list, tell you what it's coming out for and uh, when it's coming out, or if it already came. Well, no, it's only the 5th. So, uh, yeah. Anyway, jumping in. Uh, on January 9th, we have Monster Hunter Iceborne uh, finally coming out for PC. We have, on January 17th, Dragon Ball Z Kakarot coming out for PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Um, they have a new pre-order section, which is really throwing me off on this list. They used to just have the platform and the release date. Now it's like pre-order here. I don't, I don't care who's paying you to do that. Them. January 17th, we got Tokyo Mirage Sessions FE Encore, which is a game I just found out about like five seconds ago. Um, January 23rd, we have Oddworld Strangers Wrath HD coming out for the Switch. Switch getting uh, support every month, which is awesome to see. Uh, January 23rd, we also have The Walking Dead Saints and Sinners on PC. January 28th. We have Journey to the Savage Planet, which is on PS4, Xbox One, and PC. And then lastly, because this list is so fucking short, January 28th, we have Warcraft 3 Reforged. Um, I know January 31st releases, which is my birthday. So that's very disappointing, but also welcome. Don't give me anything on that day. I just want to be able to play the games I already have. Uh, Yeah, so uh, what is talking to you here? What's not? What games are you not really interested in? What games do you have to have? This month, um, happy for the PC community to get Iceborne. Yeah, I also know um, the dev team is trying to get them caught up because I imagine they're going to try to uh, implement crossplay, which would be amazing. Yeah. So, but that is pure speculation, right there. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I am curious about Dragon Ball Z Kakarot, but um, I have to wait for that game to come out because every. There's so many like Dragon Ball Z games, and not, I won't say any are bad, but nev- none of them ever like screaming for me to come like to buy them, except for like yeah. a handful here and there. So I want to wait and see on that one. It's really amazing how growing up, 
being our age and growing up throughout like the nineties or whatever, and how rare dragon ball games were. And you had to like find emulators to play like the ones that never came out here and stuff. And right. later on they did come out here, which was weird, but, uh, there's such a rarity. And nowadays there's so many dragon ball Z games. Yeah. It is fucking always coming out. But yeah, this one's, I mean, I'll talk about it, but it's, it's interesting. Yeah. Uh, Tokyo Mirage, Mirage sessions. Tongue not working tonight. Um, I'm curious about, but once again, I kind of want to just wait and see what is said about it. And um, didn't really have much of an idea until we watched a quick blip of it to see what it was. But Journey to the Savage Planet is honestly probably the most interesting thing on the list for me now. <laughs> Which is weird, yeah. yeah. I remember um, hearing a little bit about it, like, title-wise. Like, the, this is the title. And I was like, oh, okay. And then we just watched a video, like, what is that again? And we were, me and you were both watching, going like... Yeah, okay, yeah. maybe. Co-op survival builder vibe going there. Yeah. So, yeah, no, yeah. It, looks, it looks fun. Like that's so. a game I would play. Yeah, that's it for me. That's it? That's it. Uh, I mean, it was like half the list. So. Yeah. I'll jump in as well. You know, stoked to see Iceborne coming out. Uh, seems a lot faster than uh, how fast Monster World came out for PC. So it does seem like they're trying to get the content out quicker, which I'm sure PC players um, appreciate. Um, I am interested in Dragon Ball Z Kakarot, but at the same time, um, you know, I, I, I don't pick up every Dragon Ball Z game that comes out like at all. So, um, this one's just interesting cause it's an RPG. Um, so they're, they're doing something different. I had a chance to play the city three. I waited in line for a while and then I had another appointment. You had to make appointment at the id booth, mm. which was annoying. It was the only place that did that really. And, uh, my time was coming up. So I was like, okay, Cody, you stay here so you can play this. So you can have an opinion. I'm going to go over there and play that game. So I can have an opinion. And so I didn't get a chance to play it. But, uh, from what I watched, when I watched people play it, it looks interesting. Um, it looks kind of neat. Um, something that I haven't seen, uh, anyone do with dragon ball, anything since like that weird Goku RPG that was on like the game boy advanced or whatever. Where you flew around on Nimbus and stuff. It was like top down. Yeah, it came out a long time ago, but I haven't yeah, seen anything yeah, like yeah. that in a long time. So I definitely embrace them doing something different, not just a fighting game with Dragon Ball Z. Oh, yeah. Um it's a story that, you know, is retold over and over and over again, but kinda like Dynasty Warriors, you're just playing it for like the features and how it plays. Mm. It's a beloved <laughs> storyline, so you're just gonna go, Yeah, that's fine. Because every time you play fucking Dynasty Warriors, you're like, Yeah, I the yellow army, yellow turbans, yeah. Fucking right in the beginning, but it's always fun. So, um, so yeah, looking forward to that. Almost every game on this list that I'll be saying anything positive about is all, they're all like upon more research and reviews. Yeah. I might pick them up. I don't have any high hype for any of these games. Um, but Tokyo Mirage Sessions, uh, hashtag FE Encore Friendship Plus Love uh, Extreme 2. Uh, that's that's an interesting one for me because I didn't even know that game existed till not that long ago, and uh, it's you know it's been a couple minutes now, and um, it looks pretty cool. It's uh, it's apparently Shinigami Tensai meets uh, Fire Emblem, which is a crazy crossover. I'm I'm into both of those, so um, I'm gonna look into it. Uh, that's something I might definitely be picking up, and it's another Switch game, which the Switch is uh, slowly but surely becoming my RPG console, um, which I think is great so i mean i have plenty of them on on my ps4 but i have a lot of games on my ps4 every game i'm buying for switch is all like these these games that you're not getting exclusives that you're not getting anywhere else um that are these individual experiences that you're just not getting somewhere else so um i have a feeling i'm gonna pick that up because it looked really good graphically it looked great like oh yeah well shin megami it was and sharp. fire emblem are both clean games yeah so. well and fire emblems like first party stuff so yeah. they're not gonna go yeah fuck that up right um 
Let's see. Not I, Oddworld, whatever. I lost interest in that a long time ago. Walking Dead, I don't give a fuck about. Uh, Journey to the Savage Planet, like Chevy was saying, um, and like I was saying, we we're watching that, and I was just like, yeah, I'm probably going to pick that up. I'm not like super hyped on, but like that's a game I'll play. So I'll probably just pick that up. It's probably gonna be like 30, 40 bucks. So, um, or if we're lucky, it'd be on Game Pass. Yeah, yeah, so. which would be cool because it's on Xbox. So, man, Game Pass is changing shit for me when it comes to Xbox. I'm like, <laughs> there's a whole library of games over that I can play, and I don't have to buy any of them. It's a great place to like try shit out. It's awesome. Yeah. Um, before that, I was like, you know, when I was younger, pirate shit, and then fucking on Steam, you can fucking get a refund, but there's a process to that. But I like that they have that. Normally, I don't refund shit, but like sometimes I'll play something like oh, I'm not gonna fucking play this. Um, so it's kind of a cool system they got. So Game Pass is fantastic because there's just no obligation. So I'm not trying to be an uh, advertisement, but Microsoft, if you'd like to sponsor the channel, feel free. Um, <laughs> we're close too. Warcraft Three <laughs> Reforged. Yeah, we're in the same state. Hit us up. I'll fucking we'll just drive right up. Um, <laughs> Warcraft Three Reforged. Is that like a re like a remaster? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I'd be interested in seeing what that's like, but I'm not a big Warf- Warcraft guy. So um, I almost said Warframe guy, which would be the opposite. Yeah. I love Warframe. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's it's an interesting month. Uh, there's like three things there that I'm like curious about. Uh, and two of them I just discovered today. So, Chris, he got a list, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's really not much on here for me. Uh, no Warcraft? There's not much on there, period. Yeah, <laughs> fair. No, no, no. I've never played any of the Warcraft original games, so really, um, and I'm, yeah, yeah. Oh, none of them. And I haven't really played a Blizzard game in a while now, but oh yeah, there. Yeah. Um, the only thing that's even remotely like slightly like on the radar for me would be the Kakarot game, but like even then, I've never been a big fan of the Dragon Ball Z games. I watched a bit of the anime when I was younger, but that's about the end of it. So it's just kind of like, oh yeah, that was kind of interesting. Yeah, but really, there's not much. I mean, it's a, it's a short list for the month. So I guarantee you, me and Seth play that uh, journey game, and it has more than two player co op. You'd be interested. <laughs> yeah, that's more about playing with <laughs> you guys, though, yeah. instead of like, sure. the game itself. Yeah. <sighs> Well, you're a big, obviously, you got the games you like, too, but, like, you're a big social player. So, like, if we're playing something and having fun, you're instantly like, how can I get in on this? I want to have fun, too. And we're like, yeah, go ahead. Let's have fun. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, we are playing Code Vein, and you were like, how many people can be in that? And I'm like, I wish three, because there's three of us here. But how, how do I tap into this experience? Yeah. Um, which we'll talk about a bit more. Uh, sec. Well, I think that's pretty much it. That was yeah. That's kind of a low key month. I think I'm gonna spend this month uh, just playing what the fuck I want, which is great. Yeah. The only thing I really have to like sit down, and, like focus on, is gonna be getting that Uncharted stuff. Um, at the very least, dabbled in all three. Now, um, I mean, I've beat yeah. the fuck out of all three of those games. Yeah, many that's times. gonna be real easy for you. For me, yeah. I, you know, they're, they're I've played the first one um, a bit, and then I. Hey, that's about it. Have you that. played the second one? No. Skip the first one, play the second one. Well, I'm almost done with the first one, though. <laughs> sure, but if you feel like you're not going to be able to get to the second game, just play the second game. Yeah. Because well, the second game is like the pinnacle of Uncharted. Yeah. The other, all of them are great. And four is fantastic, obviously, but like two is like the shit. Right. It's like Uncharted, I liked. Some people were kind of mixed on it. Uncharted 2 came out, everybody loved it. Yeah. It's, it's fantastic. Well,. <clears throat> Yeah, and I, and I plan on at least touching all three of the games. What's the other so. one? 
Oh, Ghost Simulator. I'll play that like for I, a day. I bought that on PC when it came out, so that's definitely going to be more like what they had, like type of thing. Yeah, I played a long time ago. I yeah. played it again when they like tried to make it into like an MMO type thing or something like that. All like an open world or some shit. Something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's not a game though. I'm going to be dedicating a lot of time this month. So no. just Vind- a warning to everybody. I'll, and- I'll play it a little bit. Well, and then like Vindictus. Um, once again, I have played. That is also going to be a revisit. It's a, yeah. That's that's checking in, seeing what the fuck's yeah. going on. Maybe I'll get hooked again. I don't know. Um, I liked combat in it. I mean, that's kind of a Vind- spoiler. Vindictus but, is is dope. Yeah. yeah, we we have a pass though. We played the shit out of it. Yeah. So we just haven't played in years because it's an older game. And there's other games kind of like it nowadays. There's more games like that now. There is. Uh, so, a lot of like anime ones, like this one on Steam called Closers, I think. Um, it's not the same perspective, but yeah, it's still kind of like the whole beat em up mission based, you know, interesting. Uh, full MMO thing. So. Yeah. I mean, that's that's one of my favorite kinds of games on the planet. I, you know, big background in PSO and PSU. So, yeah. um, Monster Hunter. That's coming out soon, by the way, on Xbox. So, PSO 2. Mm hmm. I, I hope it's awesome because yeah. I fucking have such fond memories of PSU. The very least, PSO. it'll be a good thing to hop in when you don't know what to play. <sighs> Give me a reason to play my Xbox. Wow, it's on Windows 10 as well. But Is it? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, my computer likes to play games. Yeah. That's pretty much I. I think that was pretty much it. I'm just kind of mostly I need to make sure. That I give Uncharted like some attention, like actual attention. That's my my main focus for. The I moment. would Other really. That, I want to play I'd whatever. Really want you guys out of those three too. I would say definitely try and put some more time into Uncharted just because that series is so fucking good and uh, that collection is is awesome. They're all they all look great. They've upped the graphics on all three games. Well, I already bought it. I, I own it curious. as well. Yeah. So. Yeah, um, I'm not actually getting any free games this month. I own both. <laughs> yeah, me too. Me too. Although I don't have Goat Simulator on PS4, Same. I do have it. So, um, and I don't play it. Um, so, it'll be interesting coming back to it and finding out what it plays like on a controller. Um, Vindictus is like my biggest curiosity, just because it's been so long. And like when we played, there's like five characters, and there's like and twenty there's or like some shit, shit tons. Yeah, yeah. So, um, hopefully they've streamlined some of the systems too. Cause I remember getting back into that game. Yeah. Every time I get back into that game, I'm like, okay, so what was this again? And that and all the shit. So, um, but we'll see. Anything you guys want to say on the releases, releases of January? Uh, easy month. Thank you. Yeah. Yes. Cause, yeah, cause March is going to be busy. And then April is going to be busy. You guys know that final fantasy seven remake comes out this year. Yeah. March. You guys also know that a small game called Cyberpunk 2077 comes April. out this year. What's Our that? most viewed video on the channel by fucking far. <laughs> no hype. No pressure. CD Projekt Red. No, no pressure on my bank account that's going to be losing that fucking Ultimate Edition money. Just yeah. hemorrhaging um, money left and right. I already yeah. did that on. And and then <laughs> new Xbox, a new PlayStation. That possibly rumor mill saying it's gonna have backwards compatibility all the way to all PlayStation way. One. Yeah, if they did that. Wow. Oh my god. That's like a celebration of PlayStation. Like you got the PlayStation Five, you can play it all. I'd be like, yeah. Though, and they're not gonna do it. A part of me goes, give me my PS3 purchases. <laughs> yeah, they're not gonna do that. <laughs> Rebuy it. Because I bought a shit ton of PS1 games on PS3. Yeah. Dude, that yeah. means that toy chest of games I have would actually be useful. If yeah. if they work in the disk drive, yeah. Uh, so. uh, it, it would be cool. It would be very I, cool. I have so a stack many of games. Them, so. 
and that new Xbox, you can put it over your shoulder and fucking launch Scud missiles at jets <laughs> flying by and shit if you wanted. Might need to soon. Yeah. <laughs> World War Three is coming. Um. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah. So let's know in the comments uh, what games in January are you most excited for? Is there anything we missed? That list was very small. I'm skeptical. For good reasons. We do this every month. That was a very small list. So let us know if there's something we missed, something you're excited for, something you're definitely not excited for. Is there something on the list that you're like, hey, wait a second, you didn't mention it at all. It's actually really fucking cool looking. Let us know everything you think about when it comes to January's uh, game releases. So, uh, yeah, we're going to jump into what we've been playing this month. Uh, we haven't talked about that uh, for a couple weeks now. So Chevy has accrued a list, which is interesting because that's typically what I do. Yeah. <laughs> I have a very small list, but I want to save one of those games to have discussion with you because I have a lot to say on it. We've mm -hmm. both been playing it. Um, so uh, I'll probably just go through my list first. This is three games. Okay. And then on my last one, we'll transfer over to you, talk about the game together. You can go through your list and Chris. Okay. Okay. So uh, games I've been playing is uh, one that I just wanted to kind of throw out there because I've, I've just been having, a, I had a fucking blast playing this game and I want to play it some more, but there's no like, there's nothing I'm gaining or earning from this game. So it's like, it's not the same as if I was playing like an RPG or something like that, but that's a totally accurate battle simulator. Mm -hmm. That game is fucking <laughs> awesome. I love that game. Uh, I've watched all these GIFs, videos, things on Twitter. I follow the guy who makes the game. He's always showing these videos of all the new, uh, you know, uh, types of um, uh, soldiers and shit that he's adding into the game, all these experimental things. And I've always watched that and go, that game looks fucking dope, but I just never pulled the trigger on it. Well, it's on game pass. Um, so I got a chance to play it out or try it out. And, um, and it's awesome. It's, it's, it's a blast. Um, it's really fun. You can just go in the sandbox and see what happens with certain types of dudes. Um, you can go through the campaign, which is actually pretty lengthy. Um, uh, gives you kind of something to work towards, which I like. Yeah. Lengthy is, uh, an understatement like after the first one I started the second one I was like oh my god this one's also really long there's like five of them yeah so I want to say there's probably more than five but yeah there's at least five and um, when I beat the first one I was like is that all the, the campaign has but then I saw the next ones I was like oh shit yeah. so uh, and it, it, it's fun because like um it gives you like objectives and sometimes it tries to throw you off by like putting some enemies in like bushes or in the trees and stuff and they just come running out and it's like a strategy game but there's also that aspect of like how zany and weird the physics are in the game that some, some things just happen and it's always awesome whether you lose or win it's always awesome to watch what happens so a little bit of dice rolling in there too. yeah and i always love yeah i've had all sorts of weird shit happen um i there's a, a wheelbarrow that this guy will fucking run with and there's like two guys sitting in it with like a like a it's like a rake or something that's like a like they're jousting or something. Someone throws rocks, I think, too. Yeah, and then another yeah. guy's just throwing shit, and they just <laughs> run as fast as they can, and they like drift around when they're trying to turn because they're going so fast, <laughs> and they're really easily killed. But when they get killed, I love this. Uh, the three guys will depart from the vehicle if they survive, and they'll start attacking people. So the big guy who pushes it, he's this tall, lanky dude that kind of looks like fucking Bob Ross. <laughs> he just like gets out and starts swinging at people. And then the guy with the pitchfork starts like running at people, like swinging that shit. And the little guy's just walking and throwing rocks and stuff. <laughs> and like I had this one where there's all these dudes. There's all these, uh, the guy, like, they're like bards. There's just a bunch of them in a field. And I sent one of the, uh, the one of those guys in. And he just came flying in so fast. Right when he crossed the bridge, he turned hard. And he hit a rock wall. And he flipped the fucking thing up, upside down. <laughs> one of the guys got out. 
um, I think it was the the pitchfork guy, and he just like came walking in. The guys all walking at him playing their guitars. The little guy was pinned under the wheelbarrow, and the fucking the big guy's head was stuck under it, and they're both trying to get out. So I'm just like, watch this car wreck happen. And then one of the guys came out and started stabbing at these guys and shit. And fucking some of them were fighting with him, and some of them were just walking off the cliff. And then eventually my tall dude just died under the vehicle. And then the little guy got out and started throwing shit. And eventually there's one guy hiding by a tree, and my little guy was just throwing rocks at him behind there. And eventually killed him. And I was like, what game offers this scenario? <laughs> Nothing, because I'll never see that exact scenario again. And I love that shit. So um, shout out to that game. I actually want to do some videos or streams of that game. That's a game that I could easily just chill, talk with people, and just watch stupid shit happen. It's Me and Josh did that. We were both just watching what happened, just laughing about it. The whole yeah, time. I was so, playing it the same day. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we both came out and we were watching you, and then we started watching you play it. Because <laughs> he was watching me play it, and then we came out and we're like, oh, yeah. And then we're just like watching you do everything. Without, I wasn't trying to tell you what I did because I just want to see what the fuck you were going to get up to and the weird things you were going to see. So, um, Except for those one on one duels, you're putting some guys in the back every once in a while. And I was like, just put them right next to them up on that thing with them. And they'll just like go at each other. And some crazy shit happens that way because okay. it's like. Especially guys with guns. Like, I've had guys with, like, a shield and a spear. And, like, right in the beginning, I had a guy with two pistols. They got one shot apiece. And he just went, <coughs> and just shot and missed both times. The guy walked and just killed him. I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> and then another time, right when the match started, he just goes, boom, and shot the guy right through the head and just dropped him. I was like, there you go. Like, fucking shoot him. <laughs> Those are pirates. Yeah. 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 Um, too excited. <laughs> yeah, they're awful aim. They yeah. get lucky shots. But every once in a while when they get that hit, just like the blunderbuss guys, they'll drop themselves when they shoot. But every once in a while when they hit, they'll kill the dude. Um, and it's so frustrating to watch them on the ground. I'm like, get up, get up, get up, get up. And then they're just like getting up slowly and getting their gun ready again. I'm like, shoot them. I started doing on those one-on-one duels. I, I'm just hopping because I yeah, played. This is on my list. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> on those one-on-one duels, uh, I would spend the points and use a uh, balloon archer and a... Oh, my God, the balloon archer is ridiculous. firework archer. And, and the snake ones. It, well, those ones are my favorite just because they're technically two <laughs> units. But Yeah, they're fucked up. Um, so they start <laughs> floating, and then the, the other guy would hit him with a firework, and they just start spinning and flying around the map and stuff. I was like, this is great. It's like perfectly, like it's crowd control. The firework blows up. They take damage. So That was the thing is the game's so wonky and weird, but I was legitimately strategizing as well. Oh, yeah. I was like, I'm going to send this dude in to fucking do like quick DPS and have somebody else just like rush in while they're getting shot at. And like all Hobbits are perfect fodder. Yeah. <laughs> and sometimes you'll find somebody like Zeus is like one of my go-tos because that guy just wrecks. Um, and th- they're like the he just saunters too. The, yeah, this kind of walks forward, just go <laughs> shooting people, and they come running at him. He's just shocking them. And uh, yeah, I, I fucking I, I love it. But um, sometimes you're like, oh, this one just kills everything. But then they always have something that's gonna wreck that. They can dude. beat them. Yeah. So you have to switch things out. Um, or, you know, you don't have to budge or something like that. You have to really start brainstorming, like, what can I do to do this? Yeah, sometimes they're they're pretty, like, they're, like, 10, 10 credits short of something you know would be surefire. Yeah. yeah. And you're like, god damn it, okay. Like the Da Vinci <laughs> cannon? I love that thing. It's a, it's it's like that old design of what uh, Leonardo Da Vinci originally conceived of what he wanted, like, a tank to be. It was, like, an early version of, of a tank. And it was essentially a circular building on wheels that had cannons in every direction. That way you could shoot in every direction because they didn't have, you know, a top of a tank that could move independently back then. Um, 
And they put that in the game, and it's funny because it just drives forward like some weird buggy bouncing, and it just spins, and all these like flaps are flying up and the cannon is just shooting in every direction as it's spinning <laughs> and if you zoom in and look inside the contraption you can actually see fucking da vinci hanging onto the center of it in the and middle his, and his yeah. legs are just swinging around he's ragdolling while the thing's spinning and shooting so he's actually in it and i, I fucking as soon as i'm like is that fucking da vinci he's actually in it yeah um yeah that game's a blast i love it um everything about it it's awesome so yeah i, I spent like at least half the day yeah, I spent, I spent hours playing it, man, because so. it's just easy to just keep going because you're you're playing a game. There's a game aspect to it. There's a strategy to it. But there's also all these random events that, that you're always laughing when you're yeah. playing the game. So it's just a good time. So really dig it that game. It is really game. fun to watch. Yeah. I would definitely suggest anyone who's curious about it, just just play it. You're going to you're gonna keep playing it. If you look at the game, you're like, that's stupid. I would say make sure to play the, weird. the story, the challenge mode, though, because when I had the sandbox, because I originally when I played, I hopped in the sandbox. That's what I did first, too. And I started kind of getting bored, actually. Yeah. So the it's, challenges it, are important, I think. Yeah, they're, they're, yeah, the structure, because mm-hmm. it gives you things you're working towards. You're like, oh, I want to beat this. I want to keep moving forward, because you don't gain anything. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. You're just being entertained by the scenarios that are pl- taking place. But like when it's the sandbox, you have to create the scenarios, and... You can do that, but it's it's just a lot better when you just jump in and have a structured system and just go at it. So well, it's hard to like control yourself because you're just gonna spend what you want. So. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Unless you're just curious about what would happen if. Sure, and it's good for that. But like as a game, I'm glad that's not all it has. Although so. it's interesting too. You can you can summon or uh, manipulate soldiers on the field. Do you ever do that? Yeah. Yeah, it's really weird. Yeah. Um, I tried not to do it because I like the random aspect of it, but every once in a while there's a challenge where I was like, this isn't working. So I'd like go into like a dude with a gun. I always <laughs> pick the cannon guy. And because I play FPS and shit, I'm pretty quick on that fucking aim. <laughs> I was like, boom, boom, like shooting people and shit. And I'm like, they don't play like this. They're all like, Wah! like fucking falling over and shit. And I'm just like backing up, shooting people with my cannon, just like taking them out. <laughs> And uh, which I think is neat that you can do that. Um, it'd be cool if there's some kind of multiplayer implemented. Is there? I don't I think, think so. you can do. You can play against. It's, I think you can play against other, one other person. Yeah, that'd be kind of cool because then you, if you like set a budget or had a random budget every time or random things you're allowed to use and then just set it up and see what happens. Yeah, kind of cool to see. Let us know if you know. Yeah, so. yeah. Though they will, they will. <laughs> um, yeah. Anything else you guys want to say on that game? That's a game that seems like we could sit here and talk about it. Cause well. I was like, I love it. I'm I like, mean, this is why I love realistically, it. It, like you said, if people are curious about it, they should just try it. It's on, like you said, it's on Game Pass. So if you have Windows 10 or an Xbox One, just install it. Shout out to the Pirate King and Queen, but the King, that guy just walks in with a gun and a fucking sword. And he's just slicing people up and shooting them. I think he throws bombs too. Or is that the Queen? I don't remember. No, the Queen just throws bombs constantly. Yeah. yeah. But uh, like she just drops them. But he's dope. I'll send him in. He's wrecks people. Zeus is fucking. He's a god. Um, so the it, it works. Is ridiculous. The fuck that devil thing. Yeah. Scary. It's just this entity that floats forward, and it kills people. But then it has all these tentacles behind it, and the tentacles will grab people and hold them in the air. And you see this like huge mass of people just hanging in the air while this thing's killing people, and it's really disturbing. I like to pair that with the. It's like it's not the the vampires are neat. They'll lunge at people and just start sucking their blood, but they're really weak. <laughs> But there's like this dude, it's very Asian. He has all these swords flying around him in a circle. Oh, and he's, yeah. and he, he's like 
like psychic and he's fucking throwing the swords and he's like a machine gun. There's no reload. It's like do, 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 but he's real squishy. Um, so I like to have him with somebody who's going to essentially tank the damage. Um, and then, yeah, the Valkyries are always a go-to for me as well. And the fucking uh, Fencer guys, the Rapier dudes. There if you have go. a large group of those guys, they just do fucking damage quick. The city level, they're really good in. So. Yeah, because anything in front of them, they're just like... Tick, 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 tick. I always put them up against the elephants, and for some reason, they wreck elephants quick. They do, the elephant will kill do. like three of them, but yeah. I had learned and that, I, and I was like, I had a couple Valkyries and them, and just destroyed those elephants. Valkyries are hobbit killers. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and anything else that's I small love the hobbits. They just like all those little small guys running. And they start leaping They're on you. Super and... annoying when there's a bunch of them though, because yeah, they just grab on. <laughs> there's um, I don't know if it's a berserker or not. It's one of the uh, Viking ones, but they leap around and swing and shit. Yeah, it's berserkers. Those guys always, when I start fighting them, will start fucking me up. I have mm. to like re-strategize. Yeah, and sometimes I'll also use them against them, and then I end up winning one of the rounds. I'm like, okay, because they're just like. OP, but if you have someone who moves a lot, they don't nail them because they, yeah. they just lunge constantly. So the Valkyrie, it's hard for them to hit because they're just flying around. So anyway, I'm gonna I'm gonna move forward because that, <laughs> that game, I'm just like, man, there's a lot of cool shit in that game. Um, <laughs> the other game uh, was last month's game of the month, picked by you guys. Um, we talked about that. So if you're curious about our thoughts on that, uh, and Chris is, we'll be talking about that here in a little bit. Um, been playing that still so a lot of times i'm like i'd like to keep playing this after this month i'm still playing it so i just did a stream today so check that out although uh, we did not get a whole lot accomplished in that fucking stream for like three hours we just did not get anything done uh but it's still really fun um but yeah i've been playing that uh making money really enjoying um uh the simplistic complexity to that game and um yeah always a blast i don't really have a whole lot to report everything i could report on you could just watch so those videos are up. Um, and say, then I technically played that one as well, but we talked about it on a prior episode as well. So yeah, for sure. So um, unless you have something you want to mention, I have on nothing that. to add to it. Um, <laughs> one thing I do want to say though, and I want to find out a way to do this with other things. I did a stream where I was playing on PC. Josh was playing on my Xbox and I had my Elgato set up to the Xbox and I had my PC um, the display being streamed as well. So I was able to have Josh and me in the same stream. And it's really neat. Like if you, if you like go back and watch that episode, you don't got to watch the whole thing. Obviously it's three hours long, but it's kind of a cool thing to watch somebody else's perspective in the same stream. Um, so I want to experiment with that and see if there's a way I can get somebody else's footage as they're playing a game with me. The only way I could think of doing that is if someone had their PC hooked up in my fucking room, which would be a bitch, but um, it'd be kind of cool to plug in the Elgato into somebody's video card and, just get their footage so when I'm streaming, I'm getting multiple. I know Mixer does a thing kind of like that, mm -hmm. but it was cool having it all in one video. It was like when I was watching it over again, I was watching Josh's uh, cam and seeing what he was doing at certain points. There's one time where we split up. He was burning down someone's boat somewhere, and me and Jeremy, it was weird. Uh, Psycho and Josh went, and they're like, we're going to go fucking, because we, we always play pretty like morally good. We don't try to start fights. Psycho sometimes just like, talking about how he want, he like was whispering to me this guy came up and i was like are you friendly he's like yeah i'm friendly i'm just looking for this thing and i'm like okay and so i was like we should kill him and like said it quietly i'm like he probably heard that he's like ha, he's like yeah probably he ran off I was like okay but anyway so he's on that fucking level him and josh together <laughs> snuck over to a boat that was at the same uh place as us and they started sneaking in there trying to steal shit 
And me and Jeremy are on the boat, and it was weird because as they were doing that, I'm just listening to them talk about like, oh yeah, just grab that, blah 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 blah. I like, I'm just standing there at the wheel, and I like turned and looked over, and there's like the the ropes to the sail. And I started just pulling the sail down, and as I'm doing it, I look over, and Jeremy's looking at me, starts pulling the anchor up, <laughs> and I'm just like looking at him, and I pull the sail down, and I walk down, I start pulling the other sail down. He's still doing the anchor because we're on the giant fucking ship, and I'm helping him with the anchor, and then we just like go full sails and just got the fuck out of there. <laughs> so me and Jeremy just take it off. We didn't say shit. We're just quietly listening to them. And while this was happening, they were like burning this guy's boat down. Josh like went to throw a firebomb in there and hit like Psycho in the back of the head with it. And it was all sorts of crazy shit. And they had no idea we left. And then they came back and fucking, they had thought we were there still, but then something happened to Psycho. I think he died. But uh, he like respawned onto the ship and we're in the middle of fighting like a ghost pirate ship. That just spawned up. Me and Jeremy are fucking shooting it. So we're doing this thing out in the sea while they're doing that shit. And he's like, oh, you fuckers are fighting a, a fucking ghost pirate ship? And so he started helping and shit. <laughs> and Josh is like, we were just at the dock. And I'm like, I'm like, no, we weren't. You guys were. We left a while ago. You guys were just doing your bullshit while we just fucking hauled ass out of there. It was just funny how Jeremy was like completely in sync with me. I was just like, start pulling down the thing. And he's just like, start pulling the anchor up. No communication. He was ready. Yeah, we're, we're both like, we're getting out of here. And he just took off <laughs> while they're doing that shit. So, uh, yeah, a lot of shenanigans uh, with that game. Always really fun. I want to do um, the campaign. Uh, which you have to initiate in game somewhere. Uh, so I need to look that up, but um, it'd be really interesting to do. Um, yeah. And I want to stop running into people who want to fight me because I fight back and fucking, we end up fighting for like an hour and like, I just, I just don't give up. I'm like, fuck you. Like, get out of here. Like blah, blah, blah. And they're shooting me. I'm shooting at them, lighting their ship on fire. They have to go over here and get that shit out. I'm getting my shit done. And then we go back to fighting. I'm on the mega horns fucking yelling at them. Like you fucking blah, 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 blah. Shooting people and killing them. Like, Oh, what the fuck happened? Blah, blah, blah. And of course they're going to keep coming back now. Cause I'm talking shit. So like they attacked me first. That's where they fucked up. But like, I keep talking shit. So they're like, well, we can't leave now because he's talking <laughs> shit. So we have to beat him. And I'm like, God damn it. Don't come back. Just keep, go away. We can both just leave. But I know it's not going to happen. I've played enough games like that to know. Ego comes in and they'll fucking kill themselves trying to kill me. So, yeah. So anytime I see someone coming up to fight me, I'm like, oh, fuck, here we go. So anyway, Sea of Thieves is fun. Uh, make sure to play that if you haven't. Uh, and then the last game I've been playing mostly lately is uh, Code Vein, um, which if you guys remember, if you watch the channel regularly, if not, I'll just repeat it because I always repeat it. Um, played Code Vein at E3 a little bit. Um, I, I pretty much told everybody it's, it's basically what you think it's going to be. It's Dark Souls, but it looks like anime. Um, went on sale for 35 bucks. I don't know if the sale's still going. I think it is. Um, but... Uh, I think I just checked today. I thought I thought I saw that pink fucking banner huh. on the PS4. I'd be curious because um, I know the Steam one ended. So yeah, well, it's probably gonna end any day now. Probably tomorrow or the day after, um, if it's still going. Thirty five bucks. I was like, I'm willing to pay thirty five bucks for that game because when I played, I was like, yeah, it's decent, but nothing I was super stoked on. Um, so picked that up, uh, started playing it, and I was like, yeah, it's 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 anime Dark Souls. Um, but then I kept playing it some more, and I started noticing certain things about it that uh, is interesting. The game um is difficult like a soulsborne game but it's not it's not trying as hard to be fucking super difficult it embraces uh jrpgs i think a bit more than the other games in the genre in the sense that uh there's classes you can change at any time um similar to like a job system kind of uh that all have their own skills as you unlock those skills 
using essentially souls, which is called haze in this game. Um, you have access to those. If you use those skills enough, you they become mastered, and then you can use them in other classes. So that allows you to create builds. Um, there's armor, uh, which all, you know, is some of it's for tanking, some of it's for fucking DPS, some of it's for spells, stuff like that. So you can really make like a like a caster type character in this game. Um, and you have a companion with you at all times, whereas like other games, not really. Um, Neo, sometimes you you could... Uh, was Neo, there? Neo has full-blown co-op. It, no, no, it does. But wasn't there levels where you oh, had somebody with you? Which game know. did that? I thought there was like there a level are, two. There are sections of Neo where you have other characters with you. Yeah, something like that. But um, but this game uh, it almost feels more like a JRPG, JRPG in the sense that like you have a party. You have one other person with you. And some people are like, it's it's too easy that way. I would argue this game is definitely the easiest Soulsborne game I've played, period. I've played it without a companion, with a companion, with Chevy. I'm playing this game and having fun. Um, so I'm not worried about the challenge too much because it's just it's just not there. It's not the same as Bloodborne. It's not the same as Neo. Even though Neo, I, don't, I didn't think was that difficult. I loved playing it. So I'm, I'm really playing this game more like a JRPG than I would. It's got uh, a more um, cinematic storyline, very anime. This game's very anime, very Japanese. Um, a lot of things in this game that I think, think a lot of people in the West would probably complain about um, visually. Um and yeah, there's really cool weapons, really cool setting. All the vampire stuff is neat. Um, the customizations game is awesome. That's what everybody always talks about when I bring it up. They're like, yeah, that's what people say. It, it is. It's really cool. Um, it's really detailed. You can really make just whatever anime character you're trying to make. Um, uh, in the season pass, uh, you can not season pass. Um, the uh, what is that called? That, that has the DLCs. You buy it once and you get all the DLCs that come out. Isn't that a season pass? I guess it's technically a season pass. They they can word it whatever. A lot of people do word it that. But then when I think season, I think of like you know, you know, a season that comes out. So anyway, um, when you if you buy that, which I'm thinking about doing, it says that they're going to be adding bosses and other shit, but also customization stuff. So that's cool to see that they're going to be supporting that because that is a huge uh, thing. I would suggest this game to people for, especially if you're into anime and you like Dark Souls. I'd be like, dude, why aren't you playing this? Because you can make a fucking anime character. Can also save loadout or uh, visual loadouts too. So if you're playing and you want to change your appearance, you just change it. Yeah, there's uh, I think like <laughs> six different basic or base clothings that there's pieces to each one of those outfits. You can take those pieces off or keep them on, so you're not always going to look like other people. But then there's all stuff you can attach to that, plus all the stuff you can have on your face and your eyes. There's there's more eyebrows in this game than I've seen in any game ever. For sure. Uh, there's a shitload of eyes, which is crazy. There's just a lot of stuff. I would like to see more hairstyles. I'm actually surprised. There's a lot of female hairstyles. Yeah, I want. I I think the big weakness for me is the clothing. There are only being like six sets. Yeah. Now they and are they're, like they're, you said modular, but yeah, they're modular and um, so you can kind of alter them a bit. When you change the colors, you can really make them look completely different. But I would like to see more base sets. But pretty mm. much what I've done is I've gone to each one of those and made an outfit based on each one of them. My first guy looks very vampiric. I was embracing the vampire aspect. When I play the game, he looks like he fits the world. Um, then I made a guy who looks really anime military-esque. He's got big fucking huge pants and boots on, but then he's got like a fucking camouflage shirt and a, like a beret on and stuff. And then uh, I have another dude who almost looks like, um, he's got like a golden skull mask on and like a fucking vampire into D hat. He looks kind of like a swashbuckler. He's pretty cool looking. It's all the same character, but it's all these different outfits I have saved. 
Um, so it's cool. So like in a lot of like MMOs, something I see Chris do a lot in MMOs, he'll show up in a new outfit and he'll disappear for a second, <laughs> comes back, he's in a new outfit. You can do that in this game and it's kind of yeah. cool. Why you gotta put me on a spot like that? Like, <laughs> well, because when I think of someone switching their outfits a lot, I think I think of you. Um, Especially when you're sitting there bored waiting for something. It's... Mm-hmm. <laughs> Every time I play with Chris, he's in a different outfit. And he's like, oh, wait. And he like leaves and he comes back. He's like, look at this one. <laughs> he doesn't say that. I was looking at him like, who's this? I'm like, oh, it's Chris. Um, but uh, yeah, there's a lot of really cool um, factors to this game that, that, that are completely different than the genre. I think the thing that really connects this with the genre is the uh, bonfire system, essentially. The dying and retrieving your um, currency. currency, essentially, uh, mm-hmm. system. Uh, there's not as much emphasis on death in this game. You just lose your souls if you die. Um, and then combat is pretty similar to Dark Souls, but there's a lot. You have eight macros. Like, you have eight things you can do. You have, like, all these passives. And, passives, yeah. and you have um, all these spells and moves that are specific to certain types of weapons. Like, you really make a build. And, like, a lot of times, you're waiting for cooldowns and stuff. That's not something I'm used to in Dark Souls. Mm-hmm. So, in that sense, it feels like an RPG to me. Um, which yeah, I really mana love. management, which yeah. is, is kind of strange. Which cause... is neat too. Another thing that makes this game mm-hmm. different is uh, there's something called Icker in the game, which is essentially your uh, your MP or whatever. Um, and uh, when you use moves, they all take a certain amount and it drains it. But then there's something called drain moves. Uh, when you parry, when you sneak up behind someone to kill them, when you hold X, you can charge a move up and use it. Um, you can swing once and then do your drain attack after that in a combo. There's all these different ways, and you'll use a special move that will take Icker from people um, and, and, and re- regain the stuff you've lost. But also, every time you do it, you gain plus uh, more. So you start with 10, and then if you kill someone and drain them, you'll get 11, 12, 13, and you start becoming more powerful the longer you play. But then when you reset, it resets back down to 10. So there's an incentive to keep going. Depending on your, what clash you're playing to, because sure. like the sorcerer, sorceress, or whatever the caster, caster, that's what it's called, mm-hmm. starts with thirty. Yeah. Well, yeah, and wh- yeah. one of the classes I was using, I think it's Prometheus or whatever. I think it started with like twelve or fifteen, yeah. and I'm playing Atlas right now, which is more of a tank build because I've been using the double-handed sword, which are better at blocking because there's no shields in this game. Um, and I was like, I'm gonna embrace, I'm gonna embrace the blocking thing, and I'm gonna go full Atlas, which is a tank class, and uh, it starts with ten acre. So yeah. not a lot, but it makes sense because you're supposed to be able to tank hits, which I'm pretty much trying to do since we're doing co-op. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot to this game. There's like random, not random. There's uh, dungeons you can unlock that you can repeat. It has co-op. The co-op essentially works like Dark Souls 3. You can play with random people. You essentially put out distress signal or you uh, seek distress signals. Um, and for anybody who has not, um, if, if you've beaten the zone, you can't call people to that zone anymore. Um, boss is how you beat it. Uh, if you kill the boss, after that you can't call people there. But if you're in that zone, you can go and help people who haven't beaten that zone. So there's an incentive to go help people. But then um, uh, you can put a password, and you can have people who know that password. They can put the password in as well. It'll only look for people who have that password, and then you can play with them. One system that me and Chevy have been doing um, just you know to play with each other and um, essentially just have fun. We're not really playing for the challenge. Is um, is We'll I'll hop over to his. We'll beat the zone. He'll hop over to mine. We'll beat the zone. 
vice versa, hop back and forth, hop back and forth. The dungeons, though, are repeatable, and you can always play with people. So that's kind of cool as you unlock the dungeons. Mm-hmm. There's, there's resources you can farm there. Yeah, and, that's uh, kind of the main purpose is resource yeah, farming. and so it's kind of cool. There's a lot of really cool systems in this game. There's a fucking, uh, like, a hot spring you can go sit in, which is a very Japanese thing. You can sit in, like, um, Japanese game thing. I'm sure they have fucking hot springs everywhere. But... um. Uh, you can sit in all these like random seats and couches and stuff like that. And your guy will sit in a very stylized way. And then all of a sudden it opens it up like, like a specific camera angle that you can zoom in and out of. So there's picture opportunities and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of social aspects to the game, which I think is really neat. Um, you can, you can make emotes, custom emotes. You pick a animation, you pick a voice and what they say, and then you can pick a picture that'll pop up your head sticker. If you're a monster hunter fan. Yeah. Or yeah. And it reminds me of PSO. Yeah. Where in PSU, I had all these things where, like, I would have a sound effect that goes and show my guy's face shaking on the screen and would say something anytime yeah. someone showed up. And I fucking loved that shit. I, I miss stuff like that. So when I saw that, I'm like, fuck yeah. Um, but yeah, I've, I, so I started this saying, it's what you think it's going to be. I still maintain that, but I like this game more than I thought I would. So that's a good thing because I already thought it was okay. Mm-hmm. And I've been playing it and all I want to do is play it lately. So I've been really digging it. Yeah, see the the uh, availability of co-op in it uh, has allowed me to also play it because I today, in fact, I tried playing a little bit by myself and I just couldn't find the interest to do it. So um, it does make a huge difference for me, um, and I have been enjoying myself as well because there are goals and uh, objectives that I can make for myself because it is very like grindy in that regard. Like you can work on your armor, your weapons, your your character. You could you know level up a build, you know, moves and master them so you can start working on a build. And, um, I know we haven't really gotten to that point yet and you looked it up for us, but apparently there's a new game plus as well. So you can just go back through it again. I don't know if it unlocks more stuff. If that is the case, Chris looked so, that up. Yeah. That's what, yeah. Okay. 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 I'm just I making did. sure people oh, yeah. may be listening or something. Yeah. <laughs> that guy. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, really, the only thing that that I, I found different about it, uh, you know, outside of you know Dark Souls and stuff like that, is I I do like the um, how do I word it the the the, the counter system slash the the R one button are two things I really like about it. Yeah, um, I'm really awful at the counter system, but it is fun when it goes off because it's huge and flashy when it happens. It's interesting because the counter or the parry system. Um, you pull L2 to do it. And so there's four different types of armors, um, that, uh, that have different drain attacks. One of them is a claw in your hand. It seems to be faster, but close range. There's one that's essentially a scorpion, like scorpion from Mortal Kombat tail. It comes out of your back and it'll float over your head and stab people. I haven't used that one a whole lot. Then there's one that's just a bunch of swords that come out of the ground. That's the one I use the most. Um, that one seems really slow, but has a shitload of damage. And then there's the two hounds that come over mm-hmm. your shoulder, which I think looks weird, but it's interesting. I think it has the biggest counter window. Probably. Well. Yeah. But, uh, but the thing that's interesting about the parrying is the, cl- the, the claws like fast, like if someone swings at you and pull that you'll fucking counter like instantly, but you don't do a shitload of damage. You'll still get Icar from them, but you don't do a lot of damage. Whereas like the sword one, when someone swings at you, you can't press it when they swing because it's too slow. The swords will start coming out of the ground and they'll hit you. Um, so you have to do it preemptively. You have to guess when they're going to swing and you got to catch it in the blades. They'll swing and mm-hmm. like your blades already out and it'll hit. And then they float up in the air and swords come out of them and, and it normally kills them. I fucking love it. But um, 
but yeah, it's 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 a really neat system mm-hmm. that there's a parrying system, but also there's different ways to experience it. Yeah, for sure. And and uh and I think it really kind of sets up the game apart combat wise in that regard. And then yeah, like I was saying, the the R one functions where like you know, your square is essentially just a, like another seems more it's like it's always an agile attack essentially. Um it always seems like it's a forward attack. Yeah, with like, like a, a lunge jump or, or a lunge, yeah. yeah. Um, and then triangle, if your focus is up, which you tend to get when you're getting the shit kicked out of you, your yeah. focus just goes. Or if you're dodging well or if you're striking, yeah. pretty much it, it it's there to help you during the battle if it's lasting. Yeah. Um, so if you take a huge hit, your focus just fills up. Yeah. And you can, yeah, R1 triangle. And if you, and they're always like an uppercut sound move, which also makes your armor attack them in the air then, mm-hmm. which is uh, just another neat um aspect of the game i don't know it's got a lot of options in the combat um but it is very much like an action game um in the flashy sense and less like you know where dark souls is very much like hitbox porn so. yeah for sure yeah it's it's less hitboxy mm-hmm. and more like uh using your moves correctly and comboing correctly yeah for sure um, um and another thing with the r1 button which for a second took me a second to kind of get used to because i'm like wait I got these buttons. I got to hold R1 to do some moves that don't activate instantly. I have to do a combo to activate them. That seems weird. But uh, like if you press square, PS4, play on PS4, um, press square and you swing once and then you press, or you can do any move once. As yeah. long as you swing, you hold R1 after that and press square again and you'll use your armor's drain attack, which is kind of cool. So like I'll be doing a combo and then I'll do my drain attack. And as I'm swinging, my swords will go boom out of the ground and hit them quickly and it'll Drain Icker. So there's ways to do it while you're fighting. There's a lot of there's a lot of cool things to the combat in this game. Yeah. Um, the the one thing that I have a hard time with, and that's just problem I have with the, the genre in general, is that the nature Chevy. Um, <clears throat> I tend to get panicky when I get surrounded, and then I uh, get hit way too much. So because uh, I just burn my stamina trying to dodge. I turn into a fucking crazy person. <laughs> Especially the lower my health gets, I'm like rolling around fucking swinging and hitting and shit. I'm yeah. like... This game like has a, a bad knuckles. habit of juggling you, though, which kind of drives me crazy. I don't know if that's common. I Every time, uh, w- especially we get into like a group type thing, I'll get hit once. I'm like, okay, I'll try to back up. And at that moment, I swear like three people are like, oh, this this game for me in the combat when it comes to the npcs fighting you has a weird system of uh, being inconsistent in patterns so in dark souls it just feels random you'll fight somebody and they're like bop bop and they'll go and go fucking nuts and shit and you're like "Ooh, i need to get hit by that but you know it's it's in their in their fucking catalog of of attacks this game, you'll be playing against the same enemy type, and most of them are doing this move over and over again, or like two moves. Yeah. And then you play that zone later, and they're not fighting like that anymore. They're fighting like something else. So you almost have to wait and see what they're fighting like right now. It's really weird. Because, for instance, in the Cathedral Zone, there's like um, these enemies that can teleport. Sometimes you won't even see the teleport move. They just walk at you or run at you and start swinging and shit. Which is fine because it's keeping you guessing. But then other times you'll show up and they'll instantly like fade into the background and show up right in front of you, which I prefer because I know just roll forward and you can get behind them and take them out quickly. But uh, but it's it's just inconsistent. It's not. It doesn't feel as it is random. Absolutely, but it's not. It doesn't feel as fluidly random like Dark Souls or Neo. Uh, it feels like there's a script 
that mm. it's loading in every 100%. time you, you run into that enemy. It's like, mm. this is A script, B script, C script. It's going to fight like this. Because when it fights like that, it's going to fight the way I know it's going to fight. One of the bosses we fought, um, when you were playing with me, you had done it beforehand mm. and had a different experience. And you're like, oh, this one's not too bad. And we played it. And all of a sudden, she decided yeah. to do the same move over and over and over and over I again. jokingly said, like, I don't remember her moves because I beat her so quickly. Yeah. Like, I don't even know. Like, when I played it by myself. And then me, you, and a companion, which should have been easier. Yeah. She went fucking nuts and was slowing me constantly. I'm yeah. just, like, walking across, like, oh, my God. Zipping. Yeah, she over and over and over. kept wrecking us the first time, bitch. though. Yeah. The the first time, though, she fucking killed you. And I was like, up, oh, it's over. And she got my face. And I started swinging and I murdered her. I was like, does that count? And then, like, it just faded out. And I was like, I killed her. What the fuck? But you I had died already first, died. Yeah. It was just funny that, like, I was still in the game long enough to kill her after you had died. And it was your game you were hosting. So I was like, that was weird. Flip side of that, though, another boss. I watched you where you were streaming, you fought him. Uh, I don't want to talk too much about him in case people want to play, but it's a sword and board guy. And uh, you that were, fight was crazy. You were having a hard time. Like you I beat him my first try. You won, but he like was he had you constantly like being a little more defensive than normal. He got me. <laughs> he still had like forty percent of his health when I was out of all my potions, and at that point I was like, I'm I'm I'll just retry and fight him again. <laughs> And then I fucking, because he has this move where he goes into the fucking sky and slams down, goes into the sky, slams down, and he'll spam that shit, which I was like, this is fucked up. And uh, I got him down to like this much health for a second. I was like, wait, there's a fucking chance I could kill him. So I just like ran at him. I'm like, you're going to kill me or I'm going to kill you, but fucking let's do this. I start going boom, 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 boom. And fucking I had like this much health and he died. And I was like, well, that happened. Okay. I don't have to fight him again, except for. It was like you joined me, and like I just I'd watched that you had, and then you you were like this guy's kind of rough, and then he got confused and was just kind of like trying to figure. That out is to something attack. that happens sometimes. There's just weird latency that happens in the game sometimes, where either the characters move weird, Chevy will see me moving in a way I'm not moving, or I'm teleporting, or like I'm kind of like skipping around a little bit when I'm playing. Um, it's in the game. People in forums talk about it, so mm-hmm. it's it's part of this game. There's something up with it with the network. But then sometimes we noticed in the last time, we hadn't seen the first time, but in the second time we were playing together, NPCs were acting funny sometimes. Sometimes they would just sit there and try and like lock onto somebody or like they wouldn't attack very often. Yeah. And when we fought him, it was like he's trying to acquire a target. He started attacking you at first. Yeah. Then I ran behind him. I started spamming all my big combo moves. And then he got confused. And then he was just like, uh, and then we just fucking boom, 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 boom. And yep. killed him. Cause I was like, just murder him. <laughs> Cause I know what he's fucking capable of. Let's just, if he's going to be dumb, let him be dumb. He can be dumb in the dirt. That's fine. <laughs> I don't give a shit. Yeah. No, but overall I, I'm having a lot of fun with it. And I have, um, I haven't looked up a whole lot in it because I'm not trying to spoil the experience for me, but yeah. I, there are certain features in the game that I was curious about. They're like side things like gifting things to NPCs, which you can then buy stuff off of them, which, which is, is really neat as a neat system. They also acquire <laughs> new items as you do that too, which I didn't realize yeah. was a thing. But the dun- the extra dungeons, I wanted to know how many there were because I hadn't seen us get a new one in a while. There's actually quite a few later. So how many? I didn't count, but it's a lot more than three. So Is it more than 10? It might be about 10 if I had to guess. Okay, cool. So, but yeah. so I was kind of worried about that because I'm still at three and I, for a split second, I was playing it. I'm like, am I near the end of the game? Well, and by looking at like, you know, the list, I was showing screenshots because they're always based off of like places you've been. Uh-huh. I was like, we still have a ton of zones we haven't been to yet, apparently. Yeah. So, so that's cool. I'm glad to see there's, there's plenty of like 
lo- lo- eh, locations to visit. Because so. I just fought a wolf-headed, <laughs> spider-armed, human-armed, but almost like a spider outside of the sides, reverse-assed. Like where if you were laying on your stomach, where your pelvis would be, there was an ass there. So it's like somebody was like sitting backwards like this, but their head's like this. Some weird like chimera thing. Really I, fucking yeah. weird. It was kind of neat looking, but also very sexual. I was like, this Don't is... you judge him. I'm judging the fuck out of him because as soon as I entered that room, I saw a fucking tracking laser go, and as soon as it got me, it went boom and fucking hit me. I was like, you preemptively were just sitting there fucking waiting to shoot me. As soon as I walked in the room, he's like, bop. He, she, they, whatever the fuck that thing is. That right. thing is all over the place. Um, yes, I'm judging yes, the fuck out of that person. They're an asshole, but I killed them. They're, they're gone now. Yeah. So. I'm, I'm really enjoying the game, though. Um, I think it's really fun. It is a fun game. One thing I really like about this, and some people might judge me on this, because a lot of people get that boner, and there's nothing wrong with that, getting boners. But um, <laughs> just putting it out there. This you is know? weird. You know, but... Uh, it's a very natural thing. Sure. Um, <laughs> but some people like that idea of, like, Dark Souls is hard, and I fucking beat it. And that's the point oh, of that I game. Gotcha. Or they, they beat Bloodborne. Like, that one's fucking hard. I beat it. And like for me, the Dark Souls series, I would say is difficult, like everybody else. Sekiro, if you're one of those people who are like, I beat the fuck out of Sekiro, it's super easy. I'm not one of you. That game's hard as shit for me. It's difficult. <laughs> but Bloodborne wasn't difficult for me. It's more my speed. I'm I'm a fucking like jump around, fucking shoot, go get crazy kind kind of guy. So Bloodborne just clicked with me. Neo, I think, is difficult, but in a Team Ninja way. Um it's just hyperactive, and I love that shit. I also didn't find Neo difficult. I know some people did. This game, I don't find difficult, but not in a way that it's just clicking with me. It just feels way more relaxed. And that's not a bad thing for me because it's nice to play a game that's like a Soulsborne game, but it's also not as stressful. I'm just kind of enjoying myself. Yeah, I still have a hard time, like I said, playing by myself, but sure. that, that's a personal issue. I, um, I have always had issues with not the genre. To, not to say that Dark Souls, I don't enjoy when I play it, but there's a stress element to Dark Souls. Every time I go to a new boss, I'm like, I don't feel that. Okay, here we go. It's more so just a difficulty thing for me. I don't en- like, hmm. like I said, I get stressed out when I'm in combat in, that game, in any of those games. Not just yeah, the combat doesn't stress me out in, in so. Soulsborne games, but the bosses, whenever I get to the new boss, I and I I I do well under pressure and stress when it comes to like games and stuff like that, and I do enjoy the stress. I used to play Daisy a lot. I was never having fun with that game in the sense of like, oh yeah, it's a fun game. I was just like, this is fucking real, and I'm gonna die. I'm starving <laughs> to death, and I can't trust anybody. But I was experiencing this thing that I don't experience in other games, so I was really into it. But I, it's hard for me to say, yeah, I was having fun. That was a blast. I was just like, that was fucking crazy. Um, same thing with Dark Souls. I like I, lo- I love the stress element of it, but it gets to you after a while. You're like, fuck, okay, Ooh, that fight was crazy. I'm going to take a break for a little bit. I don't get that from this game at all. This game, I'm just like, this is fucking cool. It's the same as if I was playing, like, not quite the same, but if I was playing, like, you know, Dragon Quest or fucking Nino Kuni or something like that. Like, I'm just kind of enjoying myself. And that's one thing I really enjoy about this. Like, not every game that's similar to Dark Souls needs to be fucking the hardest thing ever you you are gonna die fucking get ready for it and that's a fun play on words anyway because dark souls dying is part of the of the gameplay mm. it's very smart in the way that sense but it's also designed to be difficult this game just went 
Those types of games are popular. There's some really cool systems. I like the checkpoint system, all shit like that. But we're Bandai Namco, and we make a lot of anime RPGs already. So let's mix the two. And luckily, right next to Neo, I think this is one of the best examples of uh, the Dark Souls, Soulsborne genre, uh, creating things that can stand alone on, on with you know without just being a shameless fucking copy. So, and that's a really small demographic because, like, the Surge had, like, one cool idea that I never wanted to use, but I was like, eh, that's a neat idea. But it's still just a fucking Soulsborne game. Uh, Lord of the Fallen, I think it's the same company. Straight up Dark Souls with some fantasy elements, but it was Dark Souls. I enjoyed it, but it was just a less, it's Dark Souls light. Um, a lot of those games feel like that, but Neo doesn't feel like Dark Souls to me at mm-hmm. all outside of that it has checkpoints and souls. Uh, to recover if you die. That's it. Other than yeah. that, that's a strip. The, team the ninja same game. basic principles. Yeah, it's it's Ninja Gaiden. Yeah, pretty mm-hmm. much. Only in a Dark Souls system. And Neo is an action RPG with Souls systems in it. So, <laughs> yeah. which I re- I really dig. I think it's a really cool game. So, I love that game. Which one? Neo. Yeah, Neo. Dude, Neo two. <laughs> I keep getting the oh, question. God, like, I'm so pick, hyped for it. Yeah, I keep getting the question. Oh, you interested in Neo two? Yeah, I'm buying it when it comes out. Have you looked into it? No. <laughs> I'm just gonna buy it when it comes out. I yeah. love Neo. Oh, you get to make character this time, though. So yeah, you can make your own characters. Yeah. It's oh, I watched some of the 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 beta foot footage for it. It's, oh, so cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you, and I think that comes out sooner than later. Can't remember. I think it comes out in the. I thought it was, I thought it was May for some reason. Early part of this, we talked about this already, and I think it wasn't May. <laughs> I think it was earlier than that, but it might be May. Anyway, it's coming out. Yeah. Fucking. First half of the year, soonish. And fuck it, I'm picking that game up. It's gonna be May. It's gonna be May. <laughs> See, he he's into it. Um, <laughs> any guys want to say on that? I'm um, talk forever. The only the only other thing I want to add, and I don't want to. I have to be careful how it works. I have it. three games on my fucking list. We've been talking forever. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, um, it's okay to have boners. Remember I, that. I appreciate that this is very much a. Japanese game that came to the West and didn't uh, mold itself to be a small demographic of people. Yeah, well, the the loud people, but yeah, yeah. Um, they they kept their game the way they made it, and they they let us have it that way. I'm just gonna leave it that way. I'm yeah. sure a lot of you know what I'm talking about, and I I don't really necessarily care like con- contextually what it is as much as like they made something, we got it. And it's I'm a happy product about you should have the freedom to buy if you want it. Yes. So yep. that's where I'm going to keep that. But I'm happy yeah. that they did that. So it's <clears throat> so like when I'm playing Dragon's Crown, I'm not like going like, oh, these girls are hot. I'm like, what the fuck? But it's fun. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I mean, that's why do you, why do you look that way? That's one of the only <laughs> games on the planet that I look at visually and go, what the fuck? But then I played. I was like, no, this is a neat game. I like the idea. This then is fun to play. The- but I'm still just like, why is her ass like that? I'm well, not trying to judge. It's but funny what the too, fuck? Because like you said, you looked up the, the guy talking about. That it, that was essentially marketing strategy. Yeah, he's like the game would have got buried. No one would have ever played it. He didn't want to make a fantasy game like a Tolkien fantasy game that looked like Tolkien. Yeah, and he didn't do yeah. it because if you look at his other games, it has the same like um, soft coloring of that game, um, but it's way more like traditional anime looking. That game's straight up fucking. You look at that game. I went to Barnes and Noble and they had a book for the art of that game in Barnes and Noble. <laughs> I almost wanted to pick it up as forty dollars, and I was like, "Fuck no!" Oh yes, I'm sure it was forty dollars because I'm they're not, not selling very many. I'm not spending forty dollars <laughs> to judge myself when I open that thing up. 
I'll look well, through there and go, not a, It's not a why? coffee book? Uh, no. I would not leave that. I'd rather leave fucking what porn you're talking out about. than Clock that dead shit. Center. Opened up, spread. Look at that. <laughs> Have your mom over hey, like, what that? that right I love this game. <laughs> that is on our game of the month list, though. Yeah. So, I'll be down to play it. I bought it and Although I, I, I played. I played the fuck out of it. So that was during our twenty-four hour stream. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It was fun. Oh yeah. But the whole time, every time someone new came in the stream, like, uh, what is this? <laughs> and we're just like, oh, okay, don't don't judge me, man. It's it's fun. I promise, it's fun. And people are watching, like, oh, it looks fun. But why? I'm like, stop. Just stop questioning. It's It's a video game. It's fun. It's fun. Jeremy though, he's like, I like him, and I'm like. He would. His character in Sea of Thieves is thick. You know what? Jeremy just is a loving, loving guy. He embraces everything, yeah. man. It's a good way to live. Yeah. Um, yeah, I wish I could do it. Yeah. <laughs> I need to stay off Twitter. Um, <laughs> anything else? No. No, it's fun. Uh, I think you've said it before, and I agree, though. I don't know if it's a $60 game. No, that's that's what I was gonna say. I'm I'm happy at the price point thirty five dollars. I don't feel like I don't feel like I'd be ripped off at sixty dollars, but I don't feel like I'd be as happy spending that. I think forty bucks would be fair. Thirty five, I feel great about. The game's fun. There's a lot going on with it. I really enjoy it. I'm it's like the game I'm playing right now outside of Sea of Thieves. But for sixty dollars, I don't think I would have picked it up. And uh, yeah, I just feel it is really fun. Good You're gonna get a lot of gameplay out of it, and maybe that's just kind it's of not a small game, an man. unfair thing. And for me, it's mostly that I won't touch the game unless someone's playing it. I don't know, just buying so. like another Soulsborne type game, and we've already discussed on how much it's not just a Soulsborne game. But um, the idea of buying another one that isn't a From Software game or Neo at this point uh, for sixty bucks, I'm like, I'm kind of like burnt out on the genre a little bit. Except for these individual ones, I'm glad this was my entry point because I'm like, no, it's really good. Like I enjoy playing it. It's uh, you know, it's level design. It's not as good as Dark Souls. It is a bit plain looking. The characters look great in my opinion, but they're very anime looking, so they're not like super graphically amazing. But they they look way better than like the the environments you're walking through. I say they're detailed. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Um, but yeah, I, thirty-five bucks is perfect. This that's a price I could definitely. If someone's curious about it, I'd be like, yeah, pick it up for sure. I think you'll like it. But if they're like, oh, 60 bucks, I could buy this or something else. I'd be like, yeah, maybe the other game, possibly. But if you really want to play it, I'd say, I'd say, pick it up for sixty bucks. But thirty-five bucks is perfect. I, I, I'm happy with that. And in the future, if they make a sequel, make the multiplayer a little more robust and more, yeah. more um, outfits. Those are like my two things I'd like. Two to things, say. yeah. I mean, I don't have any complaints other than that. I enjoy playing it, so it's fun. Oh, maybe three-player co-op, may like pop out the companion and replace them with a character. So <laughs> that'd be kind of cool, or a person playing. Because um, I was always surprised that you could have the companion when you had someone with you. Yeah, and the companions are kind of overpowered. Yeah, because they stack to your level pretty much. I don't think they run out of potions either. Yeah, they just go <laughs> go at it, and they're efficient. I mean, sometimes they'll fucking not attack, and it's really frustrating when you're fighting a boss, and you're like, yeah, Louie, go fucking berserk. Louie, you always just murder shit before I get to it, and now I'm fighting a boss, and you're just oddly walking around and looking at him. I'm like, why aren't you getting in there? And he's just like, uh, uh, and I'm like, okay, I'm getting my ass kicked. Louie, you going to help? And he's like, uh, and he's like buffing and stuff. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? 
Yeah. Because I'm walking around like other NPCs and he's like, wow, and he just jumps in and murders them real quick. And I'm like, yeah, or no. Mia, fucking, you looked at one earlier, you did something to him, and we got to a certain point, and Mia just doesn't stop. She just keeps running down a hallway or down a path, and we're like looking at her, and she runs down some stairs out in the distance. I'm like, what the fuck? And then she like starts shooting at somebody, and she runs back, and the guy's chasing her. I'm like, you really wanted to kill that guy. I moved on with my life years ago. So Also, that, that one uh, boss we fought, she just opened up on, like, instantly. She was like, did her biggest move right after the battle. I was like, oh, shit, okay. Yeah, it's random. It's weird. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes they'll buff you right after the fight, and it's like, thanks. Right at the end, yeah. They're dead. They're like, like, ah! And I'm like, oh, I'm, now I'm you know, feeling pretty good after that fight. I'm not worried about getting killed now. But the normal fucking enemies, not the boss that we just fought. Oh, yeah. But uh, we should probably move forward. Sure. Because we're still talking about my games, and you have a long list. Yeah, fortunately, I won't have a lot to say about all of them, though. So Yeah, um, we talked about Code Vein. We so. talked about Code Vein. We talked about Totally Accurate Battle Simulator. I was going to say it's that big. <laughs> For me, it is. All right. Uh, I played Final Fantasy XIV. I don't really have a lot to report there. We're, he likes it. We're in a lull. I'm taking care of old content. Uh, it keeps you busy, and I still enjoy doing it. They, Like I said before, the hook is there and isn't letting go of me on this one this uh, time. Ugh. Can't talk today. Um, I already kind of talked about this too when we did our um, Game of the Year episode. I'm not going to go too into that because we're still having this discussion here in a minute. But uh, I played and beat Death Stranding. It took about uh, 80 hours for me. Um, had a whole conversation about that already on a previous episode. We're going to talk about it a little bit here in a bit as well because it... Barely. Yeah. So... Um, Thanks to, uh, I've forgotten the name of the program now, uh, Game Pass. There we go. Uh, I got to play Red Strings Club. I've been really interested in playing that game. I played it on PC and and beat it, and I loved that game. Um, it is very short, though. So he be, beat it in a couple hours. Yeah, be aware of that. But if you enjoy like cyberpunk genre and you like narrative-heavy games that have really like... Um, dark themes and kind of scary thoughts about the future. It's a cool game. <laughs> um, I'm always thinking about scary thoughts of the future. Yeah, it, I don't Daily. know. It, it's, it's kind of like, especially at the ending, there's a, there's a part that happens. I'm like, Oh yeah, no, this is, this is creepy. Um, but I enjoyed it a lot. Uh, I would recommend that anyone who, especially if you're into devolver games, give it a shot. All the drinks you mix in that game are from the blood drained from fucking norman reedus and death stranding sure what a dark <laughs> what a dark future we're living in um i also got to try out into the breach which is by the guys made ftl uh or faster than light um this is a tactical rpg uh that has interesting mechanics like being able to push enemies um and allies in fact while also protecting citizens and um it's very difficult uh, I give them props. Every tactical game I've played this year has been very difficult, so they really kind of upped the ante on those recently. Um, worth checking out if you're into the genre. I'm going to probably stop playing at this point, though, because it is not enough for me to want to keep playing it. Um, I got to try out Devil May Cry 5. I played for quite a few hours. Um, don't lynch me. I'm not going to continue this game. Yeah, don't publicly yeah. kill him. <laughs> Uh, Burn it, him. Burn it, him at the it stake. is a very good looking game. Um, very, very polished in all regards. I just, it does not 
click with me at all. I don't think the combat's that great and the dialogue really drains me mentally. So, yeah, chief. Um, play Jump Force a little bit. Uh, also, another game with a good character uh, creator. Uh, combat is a little boring. I want to play a little more before I give it any judgment, though. I don't. I don't like the 3D fighting game combat system that a lot of these games have. I don't either. So the only ones I like is Tekken and uh, Soul Calibur. Yeah, and those and, and even those are still traditional, typically. Yeah, they still have a more complex like fighting system. Yeah. So I think my biggest problem with a lot of those games is you have like one or two attack buttons. So yeah, and then like directions, that. and I'm not into that. Yeah. Um, Jurassic World Evolution, I got um, because in. Uh, advanced because i didn't know if it was going to be our game of the month because of community choice and those I, got added to the list right i'm i don't think i added me i'm gonna need to add them okay so, yeah thank you for the reminder yeah um but i did play that quite a bit i put a few hours into it it is exactly what you think it's going to be and it's a lot of fun if you're into micromanaging games um I had to tell myself to shut it off though, because I know what happens when I play those games and I just kind of like zone out and just keep going. Same thing with like Civ, for example. Yeah. It's easy. Playing, just keep playing, playing that yeah. shit. So um, I haven't picked it back up yet. Cause I'm afraid that that's going to happen again. So if you're into that kind of game, it's worth picking up. It's worth playing. Mm-hmm. Um, I picked uh or I didn't pick up. I played uh, untitled goose game and beat that game as well. I want to play it. Um, it's a blast. I mean, really, if you if you were even humoring it, it is just a really neat take on on a puzzle game, um, and it's just super charming. And it has a really weird way of telling a story because the beginning of the game seems really like we, like why do you start here? And then when you beat it, you're like, oh, <laughs> so I don't know. A lot of fun. Also short uh, if you're good with puzzles. Otherwise, it's just fun, anyways. And then there's a post game. So after you beat it, there's more objectives to do. Which Shout out to Untitled Beaker Game. Where's that at? <laughs> I don't know. You're going to have to <laughs> talk to the Muppet. Uh, what is that? Jim Henson Company? Mm-hmm. So I ain't talking to Jim Henson. And then um, dead. community member, uh, a community member. I don't know if I'm comfortable giving out sure. names and that. But, sure. Uh, bought, I know who they are. Yeah, they bought me Disco uh, Elysium. I tried that a little bit today. Um, it is a very neat styled game with a lot of dialogue choices holy crap yeah um it is really weird though it's a bizarre game yeah <laughs> so i'm having a, i'm like trying to wrap my head around it but did you meet kuno oh yeah he's trying to fuck kuno i met a lot of it's a little kid very bizarre people but he's probably the the crowning jewel of that town so far bro um though the the guy on top of the building that you is standing next to the button it the wants to sit there and debate racist racism essentially or races uh but in a very like a race realist or something his thought process i I never ran into this way out there like he's just saying like crazy things but they are related to like people and like i don't know it's it's borderline like religious slash race stuff Mm. and you're trying to convince him to move <laughs> so and he won't because he thinks you're simple-minded so essentially so anyways he's me really bizarre game um but if you like those old Except school the race stuff um old school pc rpgs were like like boulders gate and ice and stuff like that where you just had that like isometric viewpoint you're wandering around 
clicking on everything, talking to it's everybody. A very unique, uh, like tabletop style experience. Oh yeah, I mean you roll dice and everything. So you make a character, you have character sheet, and it's not combat. Uh, based. You're a police detective. Yeah, so it's all so. dialogue and decisions and stuff. It's really, really interesting. It is a very interesting. I could see why it got so much attention at the Game Awards. Um, it's very unique. It's crazy though. I I need to play it more though. So yeah, that's that's my list. I was trying to shotgun through as much as possible. I did play quite a. I get to. I got to try a bunch of stuff thanks to Game Pass. So. I feel like we're advertising for it's, him at this point. It's but. real, yeah. It's real uh, easy to increase your what I've been playing list if you hop on Game Pass because you're like, oh, what's this? What's this? What's this? What's this? And you just play them all. So. It, well, and it's funny because it's all Microsoft games. pay us. We're fucking. We're advertising. Well, it was a bunch right of now. question mark games for me. I wasn't willing to buy them, mm-hmm. and I I got to play them now, and yeah. now I can tell people on certain games they're shit. Yeah, buy them. Buy Untitled Goose Game. That's a buy game. I think for a lot of people, they're all horrible. Um, Red Strings Club isn't going to be for everyone, like I said. It's like gameplay wise, doesn't look for like it's for me, but I definitely want to play it. I like Cyberpunk. I like vi- the visual style of it and all that shit. So the music was good. I would say the 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 subject matter. I think you would you would oh, love one hundred percent. Yeah. So yeah. Yep, that's my list though. Cool, largest list of the show. It's a first for <laughs> it not being me. <laughs> well, and two games. of the games that you played were on my list, so I got to knock those out. So. Yeah. And the one I was going to talk about the most is Code Vein, so that was easy. So Yeah, which we did. Chris? Uh, well, it's been a while, but uh, I've been playing all the games that I'm contractually obligated to play. Fair. Um, Same. And then uh, a few others that I'm not. So, like, uh, I've been playing some Monster Hunter again, doing... Uh, there's, there's a seasonal event happening right now, so it's kind of like... It's like kind of like a Winterfest slash Chinese New Year. It's really weird, because Chinese New Year happens usually in February. So yeah, I don't know why they're doing it now, but they are. Um, and that's fun. There's all kinds of new events and and new armors and you know layered armors and stuff to get. And you know I'm just kind of farming away, looking like a '80s kung fu man. Like there's, it's literally like a kung fu suit, oh, okay. and the helmet is a long ponytail, like braided ponytail. Yeah, I can I can see where you're, what you're. I haven't seen it, but I can see it. Yeah, I just run around in that, just, you know, kung fu in my way through Monster Hunter. <laughs> really ho- wishing that there was a Tonfa weapon in it so I could really kung fu my Where's way through that? it. Where's that, Capcom? Um, but that's been fun. Um, and then I've been playing, you know, Final Fantasy fourteen. Like, like Chevy, there's a lull, so I've just been doing kind of old stuff. I finally finished my Zodiac weapon, which is the Realm Reborn endgame weapon. Hmm. And it, it, it's fancy. It's fancy looking, very fancy. Sounds fancy. And then... Yeah, they're usually like very specifically designed and they glow. So mm. yeah, yeah, and, it, and it's funny because it happens coincidentally happens to really like thematically fit with my the current game's relic armor. So it's like cool that it's like the first relic weapon matches the current relic armor stuff. It was just kind of cool little like oh nice theme. And then uh, I've been playing some Neo and. You know, just doing my thing in that. And I reinstalled uh, Bloodborne last night. I was just going nice. to hop into that for a while. You sound like you're primed and ready for Neo 2 and possibly Code Vein. I'll say he's got the itch. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you said Code Vein and $35, and I was looking for my phone with the PlayStation app on it. <laughs> yeah. It's a good price for it. Yeah, for sure. People say it's like a 40-hour game. So, And yeah. for me and Chevy, it'll probably be more because we're really taking our time. Well, and also it has level scaling. We didn't bring that up either when you play multiplayer. So, yeah, which is nice. Yeah, it's uh, like five 
levels. So if you're like, you know, level 25, I'll, I'll be 30. If I'm, you know, 80, it'll still draw me down to 30. So, yeah. so if you What's wanted next? to still like play with Seth or myself, we would be dropped in level. Neo, so. Neo kind of did that when we played together. The enemies, I wouldn't, I wouldn't one shot them. It still took me a couple hits, but I was definitely stronger than them. Yeah, yeah. for sure. It's pretty much like how this works, but the bigger difference is my plus six weapon doesn't change. Yeah. So I still have a, a high end weapon. Yeah. He just one shots the weaker guys. Yeah. So. I'd like two to three shots. Everyone else. Yeah. I don't hit anyone like, that hard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's all I've really been playing though. Nothing super Fair. diverse. Right on. Yeah. Um, cause you have been busy during the holidays, which is pretty much the, the next segment of this episode we're going to be talking about. But before that, let us know in the comments, what have you guys been playing? What have you been enjoying? What have you not been enjoying? What do you plan on playing? What do you think we should be playing? Um, I was asked uh, in my stream what games I plan on playing later. Um, and that was a really hard question for me to be asked because I'm kind of chaotic when it comes to that. I'm like, whatever hits. Like recently I tried to force myself to play some fucking FPSs and I was just, I just was not feeling it. I was like, I'm, I'm kind of burnt out on FPSs right now. So Sea of Thieves and, and Code Vein have really been um, itching uh, um, that, that or scratching that itch for me of not playing an FPS. Even though, you know, obviously Sea of Thieves is a first person game. I wouldn't call it an FPS in the sense of like mm-hmm. the genre, just technically. But, uh, but yeah, let's know uh, what games you're playing, what you think we should play and all that stuff. Recommend something. And uh, yeah. So next uh, segment we're going into, uh, Chris has been gone for about three episodes now. Uh, all big episodes that we typically want his opinions on. So that being Plus Club. For anyone who might be watching this episode and never seen those shows or not, make sure to go back and watch them if you're curious. Plus Club, uh, we you know play the games offered on PlayStation Plus at the month and at the end of the month. Talk about it. Game of the month where we pick a game at random or every three months. One of us picks or the community picks a game and we play it throughout the month and we you know talk about the end. And then um, our game of the year, our annual game of the year and two runners up episode where we talked about our picks. Chris is not there for those. So we're going to give him the floor and we're going to go through each of them and uh, just kind of catch up with him because he's been gone. Um, so probably start with the more traditional shows and then go into the game of the year one at the end point. So, uh, yeah, so we'll jump into uh, game of the month first, which we played Sea of Thieves mm-hmm. that month. I'm yes. still playing it. Um, and uh, me and you seem to be pretty uh, positive about it yeah. without going into too much detail because this isn't about us. Make sure to go back and watch that episode if you want to hear a full in-depth conversation about that. Um, so, yeah, Chris played it. Uh, give us your impressions, your grade, and uh, if you got any recommendations you feel like putting out there. So this is a game that we all played when it first launched, mm-hmm. um, and I think we really enjoyed it back then. And I'm just going to say that, that that enjoyment has continued to now um i played a little more in depth this time than the last time and i actually played with a full group of people uh four in total including mm-hmm. myself um and it was just a fucking chaotic spree of loot and plunder it can <laughs> it be was, like that sometimes. it was a lot of fun however although this game is very sandboxy but i find myself being on high alert constantly in this game because oh, yeah. the fact that just anybody anywhere can come up and just fucking murder me for no fucking reason really puts me on edge mm. <laughs> don't play daisy yeah, i never play that <laughs> no, game no, that's no, the pinnacle no, I, always, I always bring that game up because that game literally made me view humans differently because i had had long conversations with people for hours who end up betraying me at some points and <laughs> i've done some fucked up things to survive in that game so the only game i've experienced that in um it, it is a lot of fun, though, but I, I feel like there's 
not really a super like hard like directional of what to really do in the game so i find myself just kind of being like "Eh, let's just go yeah you got to make your you got to make your experience in that game yeah yeah and and for me this time around i think what really helped was playing with almic's eye because the bastard was psychotic and just like i would be in the crow's nest or on the deck looking out the 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 scope for other ships because you know nervous wreck while playing this game like oh what's that I see something light in the distance. He goes, where? I go, eh, kind of, kind of north, northwest. And just the boat would just be like, and just beeline it straight for it. I think the best experience, funniest, but stressful experience was just this little one man boat off in the distance that he just beelined us for. We were trying to slow down. We didn't slide on fast enough. He didn't give a shit. He just runs, jumps off the boat and somehow lands on their boat and murders them. For no reason, unprovoked. Yeah, just that's the way to play. <laughs> I play a lot more passive. I'm very defensive. I just don't want to interact with people. Although when I was playing yeah. with three other people, I I had this like bravado all of a sudden. Like I was like, I got three people with me. I got a big ass ship. We got a bunch of fucking cannons. I'd see some coming up. I pull out my megahorn thing and I'd be like, "You friendly?" I'm like, "Yeah, please." I'm just trying to do this. I'm like, "Okay." But fucking it was just me and Josh. I'm like, keep fucking going. Keep fucking going. Like, keep an eye on him. Keep an eye on him. We're just going to try and get the fuck out of here. Um, I also like that there, the customization is like you just kind of randomly get a character that you pick from, which I really like this aspect of like, yeah, you can kind of customize them. You can keep re-rolling to get yeah. something you kind of like, but it's never fully like, like this is my ultimate character. It's just kind of like they all look kind of disgruntled. It's interesting kind of because... Weathered. I haven't ran into anyone who looks like me. I haven't ran into people yeah. who look like each other. And yeah. they're all playing these characters that like fit the game's aesthetic, but nobody's playing like the character they would normally play as. Josh isn't some mm-hmm. big buff dude. My guy's pretty similar to what I'd pick, but he's kind of goofy looking. Mm-hmm. Like all the characters are just kind of like, they're all on purpose kind of dorky looking. So mm-hmm. like there's, it's interesting. It adds a charm to the game where everyone's kind of like a goofy pirate. Yeah, yeah. That 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 being said, that you can buy more outfits and and you know desire, colored skins for your like your instruments and tools and things like that. And I made my character a fucking drag queen, and it's fucking glorious. <laughs> like, yeah, because you can wear anything in that game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, anything, which is great. I love it. There's no restrictions on anything whatsoever. So I've got a dress. I got fucking like fancy shoes with buckles on them. I got geisha makeup on, and I got a parrot claw for a hand <laughs> god damn jeremy <laughs> jeremy has a thick girl and sometimes he'll like throw on a beard and i just have the same suit he had on earlier but he just has a beard and he came up to me i like turned around he has like this weird like carmen san diego outfit he wears a lot <laughs> otherwise he has like this peasant outfit and every time i'm like you have more money than i do why are you wearing that and he's like hey and i'm like <laughs> It's just a question. He's like, hey. he's like, I look good. <laughs> like I'm like, what the fuck? And then he'll anytime I bring that outfit up, he'll go get in his Carmen San Diego outfit. He shows up with his fucking red hat and shit. And he's just staring at me. And then one time I'm up on the front of the ship and I like turn around and I thought I was looking at a doppelganger that was thicker than me. And I like looked at the eyes. And I'm like, is that Jeremy? It's just like this beard and a hat, and he's just staring at me. And he turns around, just like runs off and i was like what the fuck i was like oh apparently you can just put on whatever the hell you want so he, has, he likes that brown outfit he has though he looks like he's on the nebuchadnezzar in the matrix every time i see that i'm like are you part of a tribe it's very basic 
But once again, it aesthetically fits the game, though. So. He loves yeah, it. it, yeah. it, it Everything fits the game. Even like the special items, like there's like uh, special event stuff. And even that stuff still fits within the theme of the game, which is oh, really yeah. nice. You can tell they put a lot of time and effort into making things cohesive. Um, I think the big charm for this game, though, is playing with other people. I don't think I could play this on my own. 100%. This is definitely a yep. game you jump into with friends and just like kind of have an adventure. And you can tell stories to other people who play this as well. Yeah, I agree. I uh, I, I have played by myself quite a few times just because it is a game that I can play on my own. But um, and I enjoy myself for sure. I can play the game by myself. But the amount of fun I have with people is so much higher. They're not like slightly comparable in any way. Like it's just like I can have fun by myself and relax, which is the only way I can play that by myself or I can play with a bunch of people and have a blast. Like it's, it's completely different. It's so much more fun with people that I just prefer not to play by myself because it's just not as yeah. fun. I know the potential is higher with more people. Even one of the person makes the game way more fun. Cause there's a lot of sailing and shit that like, you're just gonna be sitting there. I, I'll put on like a podcast sometimes or just listen to music like that. And it's atmospheric. It's awesome. But the fun factor is not there. I'm just like, okay, I'll go drop this thing off. I'll go do this, I'll go do that. But when with people and shit, the, the dynamic, the, the amount of things that can happen, the, the stories you can tell, uh, that's where it all uh, happens is with more people. Yeah, yeah. It, and, and on that note, I, I only wish that you could have more people that you play with. Like, it's you and three friends. I really wish you could have at least, like, five friends, maybe six people in total on a ship. I think that would really make the game more entertaining. Ooh, I just think because... be really chaotic, personally. Yeah. But, I mean, it could be it could be really chaotic, but you also make like a system of like, okay, this is what I'm going to do, this is what you're going to do, this is what you guys are going to do. You can really divvy out like, because there's a lot to do to run the the boat with four people. Like, there's like two, three sets of sails. They all have to be unfurled. They all have to be angled right. You have all the cannons, like all like twelve of them loaded. The boat's got to be repaired constantly. The map has to be adjusted. Like, there's so many tasks mm-hmm. that can be divvied up, and like, I think it'd be really fun to have just a buttload of people on a boat. Yeah, I could see that. I'd be interested in trying it, but I think four is kind of the perfect spot. I do kind of wish, though, that you could have another group of four friends in the same server, but not in the servers that exist already. I think there should be a separate section where you can do that because I get why they don't let you do that. Because then you just have like a fleet of people destroying everybody for sure uh, on a server, which would not be fun for the people who are like alone on a boat, which I run into all the time. There's people play alone Mm -hmm. all the time. And when I'm like, hey, you friendly? Like, yeah, yeah. Like, please don't kill me. I'm like, like I had a guy thank me. And I jokingly said in the stream, I'm like, what a world we live in where fucking someone thanked me for not fucking with him. (laughs) I was like, I feel worse about the world right now that that guy said thank you for that. I had no intention of doing it. I was just joking. Like, oh, hey, how's it going? Blah, blah, blah. And he's like, oh, thank you for not doing anything. And just like went away. I'm like, yeah, no problem. Like, I was, <laughs> I'm not going to fuck with you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it effectively, it just needs private server ability. Yeah, which would be kind of cool uh, to do that. Or even even public servers where you could have fleets or whatever. And even if you had like two major boats with four people on each of them, have like some kind of like allegiance system where you're not in the same party, but like you're part of the same thing mm-hmm. um like which faction. would be kind of cool yeah it'd be kind of neat um to play around like that and maybe have a server for factions or something like that but i still i think it'd be yeah, kind of neat to absolutely. play as a single person on a server and see like fleet wars or something like that um but i think that would need to be separate because i i 100 understand why they do it so if there's mm-hmm. they just add another thing to have that kind of like experimental mode or something like that mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And then private servers, yeah. But that kind of takes away a lot right. from what makes this game this game. Because you're not right, like building random forts, element of, you're not... of random people. Yeah. 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 And that's another thing that the system does really well is like when we were playing, we were playing for a while and we didn't run to anybody and the server was like, we're switching you to a server that has more people in it because this population is too low, which I, I think is a really good thing to just like make sure that you actually have other people to interact with and that random element. Even though we only ran to like maybe like two other people, it was still nice to know that they were just switching servers with us so that we could have that choice. Whereas like we're not just sitting on a dead server for three hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does, it does a good job at, like, cycling through and making sure you're always playing with people and there's other people around and stuff. Mm-hmm. Although, Christmas morning, and by morning I mean, like, 4 a.m., me and Jeremy were playing, and there was fucking nobody for, like, five hours, four hours. We played a while. And then, like, like around 5 a.m., 6 a.m., people start showing up. I'm like, what, people wake up for the fucking presents? Everybody's in bed sleeping, <laughs> waiting to probably for Santa and shit. <laughs> Because it was just quiet. There's barely any events happening or anything. There's barely any storms. Like we're just kind of cruising around. Like that's kind of nice. I'll say when when we're playing 14 even, and we go into queue up for something about 2 a.m. Yeah, queues are fucking impossible. Well, I got more game time waiting for me in a present somewhere. I'm gonna go to bed. Although the last couple days, it's been a queue just to log into the game. Yeah, you can tell people got it for Christmas. So Yeah. yeah. All right. But yeah, overall, I, I've really enjoyed playing this game with other people. Yeah. When the opportunity arises. Um, and I, I, I'm always down. If someone was like, hey, we got some people playing Sea of Thieves, you want to play with us? I'd be like, absolutely. Let me get my dress on. <laughs> play <laughs> Let me throw my some whirly makeup on real quick. and just go to town. Yeah. Yeah. So, anything else you want to say on impressions? No. no All right. I'm just going to jump into the grade part. And then mm-hmm. we already recommend a lot of stuff. Feel free to definitely recommend to certain people if you want. Um, you don't have mm-hmm. to either. We can just move on. But regardless, whatever you want to do. Uh, but what, what would you grade uh, the game based off your uh, experience? I'm going to give it a B plus. Nice. I think it's a really fun and entertaining game. But I think it needs, for me personally, just a little more direction optional. Just to like kind of give me some semblance of what to do. Other than just kind of come up with random adventures. Um, I like the way it plays. I like the art style of the game and the sound quality of it is really fun with all the instruments and how they, they kind of like sync up together when you're playing with a group of people. Mm-hmm. Um, and just the interactions overall can be fun and entertaining, but I think it, it just definitely needs more direction for me, I think, to really get a deep-seated play of it. That's interesting because I gave it a B plus as well. And my one thing I wanted from it, it's funny because you, you didn't really mention this and that's fine. Uh, but you also want something from it that I didn't, I didn't say anything about. Uh, I, I would like to see more content for it. I think there's already plenty of content. I just want more. This game is like a great foundation. Keep adding mm-hmm. new stuff to do in it. Um, but the direction thing is interesting. Uh, cause I'm, I'm okay with a sandbox and kind of make my own adventure, but I can understand completely, uh, some, some kind of guidance, some kind of, uh, push to do things and, and have, uh, an objective and stuff outside of just let's make money. Um, yeah. So yeah. Cause really I feel like once you've made enough money and you bought everything at the current setup, what else is there to do? Play socially, yeah. which is, it's, it's, it's biggest strength, but I mean, you gave it a B plus. So do I, that's really high grade. So I think Chevy gave it a B minus or B. Something like that. It was lower than mine. I think it was a B minus. Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah. Hmm. But um 
I'm yeah, not in that mode right now. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> I, I was essentially saying that, like, you know, when the game's fun, it's it's B range for me for sure. Uh, when I really enjoy it, though, it goes in A range for me for the experience. The experience is A range, but the game itself isn't. So I had to give it something in between. So I went B plus. Yeah, but, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. I was kind of floating between A minus and B plus, but B plus feels right for me just because I'm, I'm like I said, I'm missing that direction or like that that kind of like end goal of like maybe like building a base with each other on an island or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, that's actually one thing I don't want to see in this game is any kind of. Uh, so many games already do stuff like that and they do it well. And this game could definitely do it well, but I, I like the aspect of this game being about moving and going and being on the sea and being a pirate. And if you start becoming more stationary, I think it would take away from the, you'd want to set up shop and be at home and, and set up and get all the cool stuff to make your house cool and stuff. And I think the ship is where it's at. I was kind of suggesting it'd be kind of cool to have, more expansive upgrades for your ship in a social mm. sense, like having like a poker yeah. table you could buy for your ship yeah, 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 yeah. or like all these different activities where you could sit down and drink together and uh, mm. have different animations and stuff. And like, you know, on my, uh, on my account, I bought that. So now I can put it on any ship we're playing on. And so on these long journeys where you're fucking hang out, just playing the instruments for fun, it'd be cool to have all these other activities to do. I mean, even sure, I, sure. uh, for anybody who doesn't know, uh, if you're playing Sea of Thieves, um, Twitch Prime has uh, a free thing for Sea of Thieves. Everybody should go grab that, where it gives you, I think, some stuff for your ship, but also gives you a monkey, a purple mm-hmm. one. And the I'm really impressed with all the shit that monkey does. Oh, it's crazy. It's like walking all over the <laughs> ship and sitting on these different parts and itching itself. You can put it in the can and shoot it the fuck off. It comes back. <laughs> it's all covered in black stuff and just looking at you like, what the fuck? And like you can pick it up and it's just sitting there hanging out with you and you can pet it. And then you can hold it out and it'll start dancing and stuff. And like uh, when you're shooting, it'll duck and like start making noises and stuff. And like it, it, it's really impressive. It is. They put a yes. lot of work on the shit. It just follows you around freely. You can put it down. At first I put it down, I'm like, oh, it just stays in one spot. And then I start walking, I turn around, it's just like slowly following, just like looking at me and stuff, and just like start hanging out and start like scratch yourself and stuff like that. I'm like, this is cool. Yeah. <laughs> and there's cosmetics for them and all that shit. I'm like, man, fucking add more shit like that. Yeah. They do. They're just real money. The, yeah. Well, I think we were talking about this a little bit, but there needs to be the base level ones should be in the game yeah. for gold. And then the really sure. cool ones and the cosmetics, yeah, sure. Fucking make me buy them. Uh, but then I saw how much work they put into them. They're not just like a, an animal that follows you like most games. It's all these things they do. And it's really impressive. Like that, none of the, nothing in this game is, is simple in the sense of like development. Mm-hmm. It's all well-crafted like really yeah. well. It's, it's really impressive. Anyway, sorry. I had to go on that thing. Cause that monkey's <laughs> dope and you should get it. It's free. I'll, I'll have to make sure to do that. Yeah. Gonna, remind me when we're done. I'll just log in and grab it. I so. named mine bubbles coon. I would have never guessed. Barbara's kid. <laughs> I love him. Although everybody on the ship, I first got him. I had him. I was just looking at him. And then I put my hand out. He started dancing. As soon as I did that, Jeremy's staring. He's like, I just grabbed it. He did that to all my time. And then times. he wandered off real fast. His chick's thick. And she's like, walked off with it. I'm following him. He's pushing the can. goes, boom, and shoots it out. I'm like, and he just turns around. And he's like, ha, ha, ha. Yeah, I did that to all this guy. But he did it like, I just got the thing. I just <laughs> yeah. pulled it up. He goes, and he just went, yeah, shot it off. I was as like, As soon as I realized Bye. I could take it from him, I was like. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy's real fucking snatchy. 
He's always watching what you're doing. As soon as you go like this, he goes, and just like goes and takes it somewhere. I'm like, all right. So B plus, you had a good impressions of the game. You want more structure to the game though and guidance. Um, just a little bit. I don't want, I don't want to ruin the sandbox experience. Just for sure. a little bit more structure. All right. We are at an hour and 42 minutes already. So if you don't mind, I would suggest mm-hmm. let's just jump into the next thing. Unless there's someone Absolutely. you really want to recommend this to, but no, no, no. no. Okay. Um, so then we did uh, Plus Club, where we played uh, Monster Energy Supercross and Titanfall Two. Titanfall Two, which I keep forgetting because it's just such a classic, amazing game in my opinion. That I'm just like, I already have it. Um, yeah. So uh, jump into whichever one you feel the best about and give us impressions and grade. All right. So I I'll, I'll go with Titanfall oh. Two first. Okay. This is a game we've all played before. Yep. Um, but last time, I think I played only the PvP, which is fun in its own right. Mm-hmm. Um, but this time, I focused only on the uh, the story mode. Cool. Um, and it's fun. It's riveting. I'm not sure how far I got in the story. I got like four or five different mechs mm-hmm. all over to the samurai lady. I'm assuming it's pretty far midway, into it. maybe at best. Pretty far into it. I think it's like pretty two far. more okay. left. Maybe one um, more. I would say that's got to be most of them. Yeah. Yeah, there's only, there was only like two left, if I recall right, yeah. that I was missing, like one or two left. Um, but it was entertaining for what it was. Um, I really like the interactivity that your character has with the giant mech and you being on your own. Like it just sits there and it does its thing and you can be like, hey, come get me or, you know, run up to it and it picks you up. And just just like the smooth interactivity between the two. They just flow so buttery. Well yep. It, it's just so nice. Um, the weapons. Uh, it, you can tell like some of the weapons are designed for killing the titans mm-hmm. and some of them are designed for fighting you know normal civilian i just f- said fuck it and had only titan killing weapons so i was like blasting people and they would just like disintegrate into blood <laughs> pools of blood everywhere it was amazing <laughs> it's a scorched earth over here yeah that's a different approach to me <laughs> i like myself a nice assault rifle or smg oh, no, i had like I don't know what it was called just like this laser gun which would shoot like yep. balls of energy yeah yeah oh <laughs> So much fun. Just fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. There's a, yeah, there's a lot of different types of weapons in this game. There are so many. And like it, the Mozambique in this game, I really liked too. Yeah. Just like it's... this little pistol that has like a shotgun spread on it, it seems like. Whereas compared to like, you know, what you hear about uh, Apex Legends. Apex, where it's like yeah. the, it was the worst gun. I know that oh, they yeah. tweaked it, but it. But yeah, I would just laugh. It was a like, joke. Oh, this gun. Ah, ha, 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 ha. References. <laughs> Um, but overall, I really enjoyed the game. I really found myself... I, I, I'm not a big first-person shooter, but mm-hmm. this is really like an agile first-person shooter. Like, There's a lot of motion to it. There's a lot of like wall running and jumping and things like that, which I think really catered more to my gameplay experiences with these kinds of games. Like, I really it's basically like this a platformer with guns. Yeah, I really yeah. like that, 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 that aspect of like if I want to get out of a firefight, I can just run across a couple walls and take cover. Um, I don't have to like, you know, run and... And be like, bah, I'm a football player running to cover. I just like, you know, you're quick, you're agile. I really like that. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just an overall really enjoyable experience for me. I really liked it. It was weird because it's an FPS and I usually hate FPS. There's something about Titanfall as a brand and, and game that uh, that's that's very unique. And to its, that's why I'm always like, give me more Titanfall, dude. Because it's like, it's, 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 there's so much there that I want more of or more from. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So. And, and not only is the weapons unique, but all the, the mechs, the loadouts, which you can switch at any time in PvE. I don't mm-hmm. know if you can do a PvP, I can't remember, but 
Between you can just switch them on the go as you're as you're running around, and I really enjoyed it. But I really played the the fire one the most, I think. Scorch. Yeah, I think Josh liked yeah, that Scorch. one as well. So, yeah. It's a lot of fun. I just it was just great, and just the story is intriguing. It's really intriguing, and the level design. The level design. Oh my god! Just going through the factory alone was just like mm-hmm. this is epic. All these things moving around, stuff, and you're jumping and running and stuff. Yeah. And you're trying to figure out what it's building and what the purpose of it is for. You get to the end, you're like, oh, that's what they're doing with it. I'm going to say the same thing I say, I say to Chevy all the time. If you get a chance, beat it. It's It's got a really cool story, and uh, I think you did a really good job with it, especially in developing a relationship between you and BT. Um, I, I don't know. I, I definitely want more from that. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so it's great. Changing. I loved it. Yeah. Yeah. Vince Sampella is uh, now the lead uh director of uh, dice la he's gonna rename it so he's about to clean house and make that place fucking make some money oh dear <clears throat> well you need something so <laughs> yeah it's fucking respawn's doing great and they're like oh, well, there's one thing we own that people celebrate yeah so how about you start fixing ea i wouldn't be surprised if eventually he became the fucking the the lead for ea be a lot less robotic yeah yeah he's just high all the time <laughs> but he's got really cool ideas he knows what makes a game fun uh yeah yeah what would you grade it uh i am going to give this one also a b plus i okay. really really enjoyed it for a, sh- for a shooter that that's a really high grade for me because oh, i yeah. despise shooters um i couldn't tell you exactly what i would like more out of it but it just it feels like there's something else that's not quite there for me. Maybe it's just, you know, I need to go back to the PvP where there's more character customization. That probably would drive a little higher for me. But as it sits now, it's a B plus. It's a really fun game. I think everybody should give it out. Just, you know, a shot here and there. The story is fun, unique, and interesting. And the gameplay is just fast-paced and energetic. And shotguns actually have a fun effect in them for mm-hmm. once. Yeah. No, B plus is, is high for, I mean, most games. Um so I mean that's that's good to hear because uh, you do have a certain disposition towards first person shooters. So um, I feel like that's what I gave it anyways, due to due to it aging. Yeah, yeah, we're in the B range. We're both pretty generous with that, um, but we're we're already fans of it. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, so that's cool. I'm glad you enjoyed it, and uh, I'm glad you graded it that high because um, I really I really I don't know anybody who dislikes Titanfall. Yeah, don't know anybody that doesn't like it. Yeah, I mean, even when the game came out, I remember seeing on uh, Reddit constantly people like, should I play this game? And people played the game like, yes, please, I was one of them. buy it. I was all over the internet <laughs> telling people, buy it, buy it, buy it, buy it. It's on sale for 20 bucks. Buy it, buy it. Yeah. They're trying to make that brand. They're cheapening the price because they're trying to make that brand in and, and, and every house fucking name that, that everyone fucking knows. Um, mm-hmm. And I want that. So when Titanfall 3 comes out, it finally gets the reaction it deserves. Because one was slightly hollow in some ways. It was a multiplayer game. Two did a great job. There's room for improvement. But they nailed it with two. Three just needs mm-hmm. to be a grander experience of that. So, mm-hmm. But yeah. Absolutely. But yeah. Don't know anybody that dislikes it. I've never heard anybody say that. They just haven't played it. Or they like it. So, uh, Okay. So I'm dying to hear. Uh, there, uh, There's a, it's a racing game that has to do with this company. Monster. Energy. Uh-huh. Not sponsored. Uh-huh. Not sponsored, not sponsored, but I gotta say the name anyway. So, Monster Energy Supercross, uh, impressions and grid. So, when when this was first announced, I made the call that this sounds like a game that Burger King released 
decades ago. Sneaking. And I enjoyed playing sneaking. This game feels like a shameless plug for Monster. Now, I, I, I'm not averse to racing games. I, I've owned a few in my, de- my days. I've played a few of them. I enjoy them here and there. This felt horrible. I could not, for the life of me, get anything but last place in the first fucking race. Over and over and over again. I tried so far. I was like, okay, brake around the corners or accelerate on the rear, you know, front brake around this corner. I tried because it's got some really interesting technical aspects to it, which I give it credit for. You can mm-hmm. torque those bikes to be like, I want more front load. I want more rear load. I want more, you know, tension on this end, which is cool. But unless you're like really into dirt bike racing and know what all that shit is, it's fluff to me. Yeah. And I got so frustrated. I was like, this is the first level. Like, this is the intro, the demo level. I can't beat it. Am I just shit? I must be because I can't fucking win. I've heard the exact same thing you're saying from multiple people. So, and as a person who's played, uh, you know, like dirt bike games, this isn't a sim racer. So it has no excuse on trying to be super fucking difficult. It's an arcade racer. It's trying to look realistic. But at the same time, regardless of what the racing game is, the first race should be uh, a way to get you used to the game and not to be like, can you beat this? Uh, look at you. You're a piece of shit. You can't even make this corner without going out of bounds. Uh-huh. While you're re-strategizing this race, you should go buy some monster. Maybe the energy would perk you up. This game has has so much content you have to pay for. Like, just, like, additional, like, oh, here's this skin. Here's this skin. Buy these coins. Buy this shit. Here, buy this. Buy this. Come on, mom, and more, more, more. (laughs) I was just so put off. Yeah. (sighs) Yeah. Yeah. uh, And we talked about it already, but, yeah, the big thing I noticed immediately when I started that game was it loaded, gave you the title screen, no then, control over the title screen. Loads nope. again. Loads the first race. Mm-hmm. And then I timed loading. I have video of it that took oh about a minute and 10 seconds. And for a race that's going to last a couple minutes. On, on a pro. That's a long fucking time to wait to get into a short ass race. Yeah. I don't have a pro. It wasn't a minute 10. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm playing a pro. And then uh, a lot of the riders... Um, I either I have video of it. I passed through them like they don't exist or I'd mm-hmm. hit them and stop or they'd hit me and knock me over or I'd land on top of a dude's head as I'm landing on it from a jump and I would just float on his fucking head and then drop off eventually. So that's just inconsistent. Either let me pass through people like a fucking ghost or make them realistic. So if you crash into mm-hmm. me crash or make them all fucking strong bubble people that you just kind of touch and don't interact with. Um, the girl that walks back and forth with the sign in the beginning of the races, her black pants are just legs with black paint on them. I'm sure they're supposed to be jeans, but if you look at the character model, they just made a, a, a female character model and then painted her. Um, yeah, it's, it's a very hollow experience in my opinion, but this isn't about me trying to do tricks. Forget it. 
I, I fucking forget know, it. I, don't know I could do I could do one where I could make the back tire kind of skirt forward, oh, yeah. just a little tiny hair, and then back again. Yeah, I didn't even try. <laughs> yeah, and the the controls are atrocious, and you can't change them. It's awful. Yeah. Awful. <laughs> I'm going to grade it right now. It's a fucking F. Oh, shit. I can't even beat the first fucking level. Fuck your game. Okay, fair. I didn't go fair. that low, but yeah. I gave it a D minus, I think. I think I did the same, yeah. Because it technically Maybe if plays. you really, really like fucking monster and racing dirt bikes, you would, you know, put up with this game. But oh, okay. it I thought you were saying flopped. I thought you were saying maybe if you really like that shit, you'd give it a D minus. I was like, no, no, I, I was about to argue. I was like, there's a lot of people who like Monster who probably don't like the game. Well, and to be fair, maybe somebody from that conversation is here, so I don't want to make anyone feel bad for liking this game. I talked to a couple people on Reddit who like this game. Yeah, one guy. If you can find really enjoyment in this game, absolutely play it to your heart's content. But when when I was asked, he and he was he, there was no, we were not being combative anyway. Because I gave out my opinion. He's like, you know, a lot of people keep saying it's just a blatant advertisement. I just don't see it. Um, which I'm like, okay, fair. Like, if that's the way you view it. I'm only saying it because I'm not saying it because Monster's in the title. That was his big point of contention. Like, everybody sees the title and they're like, oh, it's an advertisement. My point is, in the in playing it, a lot of the features are half-baked. And so mm-hmm. it feels hollow. So when I look at a game that's half-made, in my opinion... That is full of advertisements, not just for Monster, but also for every uh, writer in the game has their Twitter handles. As you start the the game, or the ma- or the the race, I start going. What was the intention of making this game? They spent money on it, but they didn't fully develop it. There's a lot of things right. that are wrong with it. So it feels like a quick cash grab, in my opinion. Um, that's my that's my problem with it. It's not necessarily that Monsters on the. T- I get they're a sponsor. It's fine. But, uh, you know, like I said, when you're driving through some people and hitting other ones and you're bouncing off them or getting knocked down by them, that's already a big problem. The AI, I said this when we talked about it, I'll reiterate, the AI almost doesn't exist. It knows to start the race, how to go down the track and how to get to the end. That's what it does. It doesn't care if you're there. It doesn't care if anyone else is there. It just goes until it finishes the race. There's not any advanced AI in it. And I'm not looking for anything revolutionary, but it it was 2019. It's 2020 now. Racing games have had AI more advanced than this back on the 64, Super back Mario on the PlayStation, Kart. back on Super Nintendo. There's more character to the AI in Super Mario Kart than there is in this game. F-Zero. I mean, yeah, every, everything, yeah. everything. There's this, a sense of like, oh, this guy's going to go around the corner and he's going to try and knock a hit by and stuff like that. And this game literally is just like they, they put a bunch of character models on the track and they go, you got to get to the finish line. And they go, and they don't care about anything. They just drive. And it's just, it's it's not, I'm not like, wow, they're, they're, they're just bad. It's just bad. Yeah, it's, it's. It's not developed. Yeah, and the turning is either too sharp or not sharp enough. Yeah, it doesn't feel good. Yeah. Yeah. The animation no doesn't look good when you're turning. Like it just feels like the bike model's just fucking moving and shit. Like there's yeah. not a good lean to it, and like the game just feels like. And the the guy that I talked to on Reddit, uh, I forgot forgot his name in case he's watching. So I apologize for that. Um, he said that the company makes this makes like all the motocross games nowadays. They make like MotoGP and MX versus <laughs> blah blah. They make all of them. Which is weird. So I watched some of the videos of their other games, and they all look better than this one. So I wonder if, like, can, through the contract, through whatever company won this game made, 
they're the guys who make these games, so they just made it for them. I wonder if that's the case. Yeah, I'm sure it's also mm. a matter of budget. I don't. I cannot imagine this game costs a lot to make. But it still costs millions. Yeah. So, I mean, like, right, to right. develop a game costs millions of dollars. Yeah. Um, it looks like it's built off the engine they already have, though, because I was watching some of the other games, and they look pretty similar. Difference is, is a lot of their other games, or at least one of them that I watched, um, the dirt will actually move where your tires have been, stuff like that. So seeing those details, I'm like, so that one looks like they even put a little more work into it. Yeah. But they had like titles that I recognized. So they're still, even though I used to love MotoGP back in the day and somebody bought it at some point. And after they bought it, I fucking hated it. And that was years ago on like Xbox, Xbox 360. Maybe it's them. So I think it's them unless it got bought again. But the original MotoGPs, I used to love those fucking games. They were like my my motorcycle Gran Turismo, but they turned into like weird arcade games. Yeah. So. Anyway, yeah, sorry. I'm not trying to get in on the rant, but there there I just wanted to be clear. I have an opportunity now to address in a less joking manner my problems with the game, which is shortly underdeveloped game. Yeah. And I think all of our complaints kind of back that for sure. Even if if it wasn't even called monster blah 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 blah. If you just took the monster out of it, it would still be a hollow experience. That's the yeah. problem, I think, is that there's no real, like, just finalized, finished product other than, like, here's the monster logos, here's the bikers, advertising. Yeah. Yeah. All For right. sure. So you give that an F? Your, I, I your impressions were pretty level. meh. I yeah. couldn't beat the first level, so yeah. it's an Which F. in any racing game should be the race where you went, like, ah, it's easy, I'll move on to the next one. That's like just it, there to kind of show you how to like play. Also, you don't even have mid to first. pack, yeah, not even last. Like last, that's that's ridiculous. I was getting lapped. That's how bad it was. Yeah, yeah. And I've played plenty of games like that before. So when I was having issues with that game, it's not because I don't know how a motorcycle works or how to race yeah. in a game. I play plenty of sim racers. Play plenty of motorcycle games. It's, it's it's a video game. So like when I was playing, I was like, this is difficult to fucking play and not for any challenging reason it just doesn't feel good yeah yeah so and the ai is just like move it's not even move it's not even aggressive it's just like coming through yeah <laughs> just moving forward accelerate like, right down the course yeah <laughs> must finish <laughs> through everybody and they're all doing that and you're like jesus <laughs> someone can someone even be like a fucking a fifth of of my intelligence here like goddamn. At least try not to fucking get killed. <laughs> I watched at one point, like one guy hit me, knocked me down, and then everyone just drove right over me. No one tried to avoid my motorcycle. It was like, <laughs> and some people were crashing and shit as it happened. I was like, you wouldn't even try and go around that? <laughs> In real life, if that happened, people go, shit, and try not to fucking kill that guy or crash into something. Or wreck their very expensive vehicles. Yeah. yeah. That was one of my problems it's- with earlier Forza games is like, the race will start, and they would just start merging over, and they go, and just drive you off the road. I'm like, in real life, that car's expensive as fuck, first off. So you're, why would you do that? Secondly, morally, why would you put people in danger in a fucking professional race? You're being filmed. You're on. I mean, this doesn't make sense. Yeah. <laughs> it just takes me out of it. I'm like, damn, you're this AI is dumb. Yeah. It's, it's just like car racing. There's no, there's no tactics to it. Just, this is the exact plot. I have to go down. I'm going down. Yeah. 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 I say we got one more big topic for us. We got one more big topic. Let's kind of try and keep it short, but talk as much as you want, obviously. Um, 
we're going to talk about game of the year and runners up. Uh, just real quick, in case you didn't get a chance, and I would definitely encourage you to go watch it. Josh is on that, so you can find out his stuff. I'm not going to speak for him, but me and Chevy talked as well at length on our two runners up in game of the year, which we do every year. My runners up were uh, Control, uh, which was a fantastic game, obviously. Resident Evil 2 Remake was my uh, next runner up, and could have been my game of the year. I really enjoyed that game a lot. It's fucking awesome in every way, and I wanted to keep replaying it, and I can't wait for the future of Resident Evil when I played it. And then Death Stranding is my game of the year. I love that game to death, and it, uh, it is one of the best games not only this year, but in many years for me. So I really enjoyed it. So, And yeah. then your games were? Uh, Monster Hunter World Iceborne yep. was my first runner-up. The uh, next game was Death Stranding for me, and the only reason, like I stated in that episode, and you, like he said, if you want more detail, uh, definitely full check it out. conversations. Yeah. Um, I my first place, my game of the year. Uh, I have six years of investment, like personal investment in. So, which was Final Fantasy fourteen Shadowbringers for me. Um, but Death Stranding is a very powerful title. So for sure, yeah. Um, yeah, we all gave Death Stranding some love, and you guys both gave Monster Hunter. Uh, world iceborne love it's in my top five but yeah. i had to just inch past it um okay chris so uh before you jump into your two runners up and your game of the year uh do your runners up have an order or are they both just equally just not your game of the year or are you going oh, no, from there, there is an order there's okay. an order so i generally do my game of the years based on not only how much i enjoyed the game but mainly how much time i put into them um because it's a good good indicator for me if I'm enjoying myself or not. Mm. Um, <clears throat> so the first runner up I have is um, it, it, someone was trying to pester me about what my game of the year was before I we did the show. I was like, you just have to wait and see. But surprise, I think you got it pretty much dead on. Um, Mortal Kombat 11. Okay. This game, it just changed so much. Like the characters all have, you know, different stories now. And there's like different alliances and allegiances with the characters story-wise. And they've added so many fun, different DLC characters. Like Shang Tsung is not just like, you know, Shang Tsung from other Mortal Kombat. It's Shang Tsung from the fucking movie. It's the same actor. He did the voicing. He did the, the, they, I don't know if they did the, uh, the, oh God, what is that called? Facial mocapping? Yeah, the mocapping. I don't know if he yeah. did the mocapping for it or not. He looks like him. But yeah, it, someone it else could have. looks exactly like him. Yeah. And he even has like his outfit from the movie, even though Netherrealm was like, we're trying to diverge away from the movie. Like, mm. you just ripped him straight from the movie. <laughs> yeah, it's weird because the rest of the game feels very much like its own game, but then they are doing what is popularly being talked about recently. It's fan service in a sense because mm-hmm. you watch the movie, you're going to go, oh, it's cool. But, uh, so funny when people are talking about that negatively now. I'm like, bitch, we've been watching anime for years. Fan service has been a thing. Don't act like it's a yeah. big new thing. Anyway. Yeah. It, it's just, it's great to see all the characters revamped and done in ways like their fighting styles and because they all have different, like, you know, skill sets and moves that are unique to different variations that you can customize. Um, but they all feel so, like, unique and, and, like, really represent the characters really, really well. Um, even I think the most recent character they added was uh, Sindel yep. into the game. She's great. She's like this, like not only is she like this sorceress, but she's also kind of like a banshee. That's why she like has the screaming ability. It's mm-hmm. really cool. It's really neat. I mean, Shang Tsung can shapeshift into all the old ninjas. So we've got like old scorpion, old reptile, old 
Sub Zero. It's really cool, and they just kind of weave it and out with them. It's it's fun. It's really just a fun game, and just the reimagining of the story is neat. That's really cool. Neat. That's I mean that's that's for some reason I forgot that game came out this year just because it wasn't necessarily in, in my catalog of games many games i played this year um but i remember that you did play it so that's that's kind of cool to hear that that uh it, it's a perspective that that we haven't shared on on you know in our opinions yet so it's for cool. sure yeah yeah oh they're adding more guest cameo characters they have the terminator mm-hmm. yeah like it's literally arnold schwarzenegger um and they're adding spawn and the Joker. Spawn's fucking coming back to another fighting game, huh? Joker's <laughs> been in plenty, though. So. Joker also makes sense because they make um, the Justice fighting game. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Which are great. And it's going to be really fun to see him in this one because they did, you know, the, 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 the Mortal Kombat versus DC, and they couldn't do fatalities because the DC licensing at the time wouldn't yeah. let them do it. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see how, like, brutal they'll get with the Joker because he is a very, very visceral brutal character in the comic books so we need to see what they do with him although I, i'm kind of personally sick of seeing him in every game yeah yeah for sure i mean of course it's the joker so i like him but at the same time i'm like well let's get someone else for sure yeah yeah well it's like always seeing um, green goblin you know yeah so mm. so my next runner-up okay. uh is going to be monster hunter iceborne because I'm, I'm, I'm still playing it currently. Mm. And I'm just such a big fan of Monster Hunter. How how can I not put, you know, the console version of my handheld game on my game of the year? There's just so much to add to it. And just, it's, it's even though it's a DLC, it's it's a whole new game. It's an expansion. Yeah. So yeah. much to yeah, DLC. Expansion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah There's it's just definitely an expansion. They did well, so a good job with it. So much to do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I can't speak it well enough of it. There's just all the monsters that we you remember from before. There's some newer ones, and they keep adding more. And there's like this roster of more they're supposed to be adding, mm-hmm. and it's just it's great. I, it, the only gripe I have with it is a lot of the weapons feel very dull, and kind of recycled skins, even in that's this a expansion. fair fair um, view. Yeah, that was an it. issue even with the base game too. Yeah, so. um, yeah, yeah. And and, and par- go ahead. Part of the reason they say that is like there's this customization talent you get later on that kind of changes the weapon stats. Um, and so like the more basic looking weapons, they change slightly, like that different skins will be applied to it and stuff like that. So they said that they couldn't really make super diverse weapons if they wanted to include a system into it because it'd be overly complicated, allowing this like kind of changing in your, your weapons. Yeah. Yeah. And I haven't gotten that far, uh, into it yet but i had heard something along those lines as well um and then the the, the only thing i want to add because it was on mine as well is that uh, i mean you could rip this away from monster hunter world and it is a standalone full title by yeah, itself it could so be. yeah it'd be a, a slightly smaller but i mean it's it's yeah it's it's a fucking full chunk of content for sure yeah um and everything about it's new and exciting and fresh so Mm-hmm. I was actually wondering if that was going to be your game of the year or not. So I was curious. Yeah, it's it's close. It's real. That one. That one's real. Like neck and neck for me. Mm-hmm. It's really close. Um, but my game of the year is gonna have to be the one that I've spent the most time playing. I I come home and spend three four hours a day playing this game, and it, and it's it's Final Fantasy fourteen. Yeah. <laughs> Shadowbringers. What can I say? This is yeah. so. 
I've been playing the game for a long time, and I will occasionally, when I get like gaps in between playing, I'll come back in and I'll like, I got all the story to do, but I just skip to the story and watch it later. This is the first time that I've actually stopped and watched the cutscenes as I'm playing the game and got the story fully delved to me. And it's just like this really incre- incredible buildup and like this weird like shift of like story. And you're just like, what the fuck's happening? It's so mind blowing. It's just. It's just so much fun. And they did the fan service of adding two new races to the game, even though they said, like, this is a really big struggle for us, and, you know, you're going to have to deal with what we give you, basically. But people love it. People people are enjoying it so much. And the new classes are always fun, and, you know, it's always asking for more, more, more. And I'm just, I'm so excited to see what they're going to do in the future. I'm just, it's just so much fun. I think everybody needs to play this game. Everybody absolutely needs to play this game. It's a tall order. It's a tall order. Yeah, for sure. I I mean, I agree that everybody should give it a try. Um, I don't think it's for everybody. I think everybody should find that out if it's for them or not. Absolutely. Because it's a bit daunting. Um, There's a lot to that game. But... uh, but yeah, that that game. I mean, I've I've seen people even recently try it out for the first time and go like, "Well, it was actually a lot better than I thought it'd be." So um, there's a lot of new people right now too because of first off the high reviews, but also the holidays just happened. So I am seeing a right. lot of people going. I, even out of all places on TikTok, I saw one like yesterday. If this guy was like, "I just tried this game and it's really great. What server are you guys all on?" So like mm. people <laughs> are experiencing it right now for the first time, which is great. It is MMO. And it's a long-term game. It is. And that's not for everybody. Yeah, so. for sure. If yeah, I was are, I was wondering, um, like I said before, I was wondering if Monster Hunter would be your game of the year, but also I was wondering if this would be. So I was like, which one's it going to be? Yeah. yeah. I, I would say if you are going to play this, it's kind of like a running joke at this point with, with the community, but if you're going to first start playing, start with something other than Black Mage. Our community. I gonna specify yeah in our community not the final fantasy community not speaking for everybody start with something (laughs) yeah Yeah, don't do that chris got in trouble about that yeah going people people want this not that some guy's like what yeah you are incorrect (laughs) i was like "Ooh." in our experience that has not been a good starting job for people yes yes in our experience everybody who's played with us who played for the first time and quit playing has played that class play monk monk's fun monk is yeah, it's fun. There's just so many. There's so many different classes, and they all play uniquely, and they all are representations of all the the uh, classes from all the old games before. It's just there's so much. Like if you've enjoyed any other Final Fantasy, there's so many references to every other game in this, and they just keep adding more. Like there's a uh, the next one of the next bosses that they're adding to the game is 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 fucking Ruby Weapon from Final mm-hmm. Fantasy Seven. It's really interesting how the game kind of threads the uh, the needle with uh, it's it's really on that fine line of like it has its own lore and story and all that shit. It's 100%. very much its own game, mm-hmm. but it mm-hmm. also is it knows that there's Final Fantasy fans playing it and they have an opportunity to celebrate Final Fantasy within that MMO. Because so I used to think it was kind of like a safe thing for Square Enix to pander to the community because they want they want to make you happy. They're like, look at all this cool stuff. You're a Final Fantasy fan. You're going to want this. But now right. with all the stuff I've heard positively about specifically this newest expansion and its story being one of the best Final Fantasy stories, apparently, um, which I've heard a lot. It's not even a, like a rare thing I'm hearing. I, I'm viewing it now as more so there's a duality to the game itself and the story it's telling, but also 
the fun content of running raids, dungeons, all the shit, and celebrating things that Final Fantasy fans can be excited about because of the legacy of the series. That, I mean, my view on that's changed a lot. It's also really impressive that the writers are, and not it's not always like amazing storytelling. Sometimes it's just passable, but yeah, well, um, it's not always going to be. Yeah, but especially in MMO where you're always, making content constantly, hundred percent. When they always manage to take those fan servicey items, but they make they don't they don't just take them and go. Here's Final Fantasy three. Here's Final Fantasy five. It's literally like here's that idea from there, but it is a this is the Final Fantasy fourteen version of it. And it's, it's part of our story and our weaving. Lore. Yeah. So it's so well done. Like even like a reference to the like, earlier in the game, you're, you're going to this place called the crystal tower and you fight the cloud of darkness from what is it? That's three final fantasy three. She's the main villain. You in can't it. quote me on that. Cause I don't have a lot of experience with the old final fantasies. So yeah, I, yeah. I, I'm not saying exactly. I, yeah. I'm pre- I think that's what it's from. I'm not hundred percent certain, but it, it's, it's just that throwback, but they weave it into a way that like it fits into this complex storyline so well. It's just ridiculous how well they are weaving this without making it super fan service. You're like, Oh, here's this person. You're in final fantasy three. It's and not always though. And, a, and a, the example the community always gives is Kafka was kind of thrown in the game. Like he was that, kind of that was such game. a weird one. So but yeah. Anyways, I mean, obviously I agree with you. Um, and if people are interested, there is technically level and story skip options if you just want to experience that. It does cheapen the Storm or Shadowbringers story um, just because it kind of retroactively improves the original game's story as well, which is yeah. really weird. Um, yeah, that game, so we talk about it all the time. Uh, it's one of the regular topics we talk about on the channel. But like yeah. uh, the story is a major factor of that game. Um, yeah. And... Uh, I know anybody who's passionate about an MMO they're playing a lot will most likely get into the lore. WoW being a great example. And mm-hmm. that's fun and they want to know more about it and stuff like that. But the gameplay isn't necessarily as restricted by your progression in that story, whereas this game is. And there's a reason for that. They're trying to tell you a story that you would probably get out of a JRPG. Um, so it's uh, it's 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 a game you got to go into knowing that you're going to be playing through a story and, and it's worth paying attention to because they put yeah. the time into it. Whereas I know a lot of people, me and MMOs, you're going through the motions. Mm-hmm. You level one, you mm-hmm. played a million MMOs at this point, you fucking played them all and you hop in and you're like, okay, I'm going to pick this class. I've played another ones. Oh, it's slightly different than the other times I've played it in another MMO. I'm going to fucking level. Where should I go? Okay. I'm going to do the quest in this zone. I'm going to blah, 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 blah. Those guys talking about like, Oh, the army of the West is coming over and the King needs this. Okay. Yeah. And he's right over there. Blah, 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 blah. Um, it's not one of those games. It doesn't have like generic, just fantasy shit going on. So, yeah. uh, it yeah. is, it is a, a major factor of the game. And the, as I said, the development philosophy is each chunk of the game is meant to be a standalone story. Um, and content that of a $60 game essentially. And they charge $40 for the expansions. Um, and they want you to be able to stop playing, which is not very MMO thinking. They want you to be able to not feel bad about not playing, come back later, catch up on the story. That's the mentality they have on it. So it's very interesting. Path of exile thinking as well. Yes. Like, you're going to leave at some point. We're just going to let you know when to come back. Exactly. That's exactly what they're doing. So yeah, that's the way you got to do it. One of the other things is that the community is so welcoming in this game, which I think really helps the experience. Most. Most. I, I, you run into a few here and there. 
it's rare though it's it's really rare to run into someone who's just like you know you're a piece of shit you suck at this blah 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 most people are like hey welcome this is what you need to do if not we can practice it or get the hang of it you know no big deal we get it i have the worst thing i've ran into that game it's only happened once the worst thing i ran into that game is some guy was being slightly passive aggressive yeah (laughs) it's like man if we would have went if we were stuck together we would have survived and we're like we know that was it, though. I've that's not. <laughs> yeah, I don't give a, a shit about and that. And a lot of times, too, if someone pops in and they're like, "Hey, I've done this before," people will immediately go, "Okay, we're not going to expect perfection out of you now." They're like, it, yeah. Uh, yeah. "So, where'd you play WoW and you fucking you know you're just kind of on autopilot and you hit that fucking need button on accident?" Someone's like, "He had fucking need and not greed. What the fuck? Kick him. Get rid of him now." <laughs> I'm like, "Holy <laughs> shit! You gotta chill that out." Yeah. Yeah, it's great. It's just it's just so much fun, and there's so much. There is so much to do. Well, the game's technically ten years old at this point. So, I mean, but even just within this this expansion, there is oh yeah so much to do. Yeah, two game of the years. Yeah, but the other one got two as well. I mean, those were essentially the games this year. Mm. <laughs> which is interesting because yeah. that's a very us thing yeah most places it would be control and death stranding pretty much yeah. and sekiro according to one uh, i saw that on another thing recently oh, really? too. yeah so that game's getting a lot i've of... mostly seen control winning a lot which is great to see i love yeah. control um and then death stranding's been getting a lot of shit too mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but yeah final I fantasy wish... 14 it's interesting that this channel we got two game of the years for um this and Death Stranding. I just wish I had more time to play those games. That that was part of my problem. I didn't have the investment at the time to yeah for sure put into those. Well, and it's funny too because we've done this now five times, four or five times. Yeah, yeah. Jesus. Um, and I've had the opportunity to mention for fourteen as a game of the year before, and Heaven's Ward was out when we did was our that second a game one. of the year. It was a mm-hmm. it was a runner up. Oh, interesting. Yeah. yeah. Um, now thinking back, if I were to say now, I'd probably change my mind. But it was Metal Gear Solid Five that year. It was my game of the year. Yeah, I won't argue with that. Although, no. that's my least favorite Metal Gear Solid. Well, and like I said, looking back on it now, story wise, gameplay. I awesome. probably would have a different opinion today. But yeah. that being said, this is the first time I've even mentioned fourteen as it, like even as a, such a strong ability to be that game there. Because even then, like I. I mentioned it because it was definitely one of my top three experiences, but Metal Gear Solid Five was just like such a more uh, impactful for me that year mm-hmm. that it ended up being my game of the year. So it's interesting to see over the years that this was able to creep up in your game of the year. This storytelling just yeah. is undeniable. That just shows, yeah. even though you are biased because you like the game a 100%. lot, it shows that you're not just giving a game of the year time it comes out. So no, and I I keep emphasizing Death Stranding. Had I not. If if yeah. I would have just played Shadowbringers with no like history with this game, I I don't think it would have got game of the year. Or if Shadowbringers didn't come out this year. Yeah, uh, Death Stranding yeah. is is amazing. Yeah. So, I I guarantee that if I had the money to play Resident Evil Two, it would have made it. I think it would have been on your list for sure because I, I know I know you like Resident Evil. And I Threat love War. that game so much. And I love watching people play it. Really fucking good. Mm-hmm. I was surprised it made it on my list because I didn't think I was going to be putting a survival horror game on my fucking top three, especially um, a remake. Yeah, but I, <laughs> I but it's it's my second favorite game this year. Like when I beat it, I was passionate about. It. I was like, 
yes, dude, this is fucking back. This is what I want. Resident Evil's dead to me, and fucking now this is like just make this shit. Do this. Seven was a good start. Remake two is fucking or two remake is fucking awesome. I'm stoked for three. It's like my least favorite Resident Evil of the earlier Resident Evils. Um, so, yeah, I'm I'm stoked that could be on my my runner up list because I just didn't see it happening. But when I think back on like what game was I think about the most, which games did I enjoy the most, which games was I was like telling people like you got to play this. It was that game. It's gonna be so tricky next year because I already know my my games. It's it's really hard to imagine. <laughs> Anything outside of what it could be. Oh, next year we are in the year I'm referring to. Yeah, well, we're sorry. The, the next episode of this. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because, I mean, realistically, something's going to have to, like, sneak out and just be absolutely um, unknowingly amazing. So I'm calling it now, right now. I already, I already jokingly said this, but I know my top three already. It will be Cyberpunk. It will be Last of Us 2, and it will be Final Fantasy VII Remake. If it, and I keep jokingly apologizing to Ghost of Tsushima because I know it's going to be good, I hope. But it's not going to be better than those three. The thing I'm having an issue with, though, I want to just call it, it's either going to be Cyberpunk or Last of Us Part Two. It's going to be my game of the year. Oh, shit. Okay. We, we got, yeah, we got a... We got a we gotta get the fucking thing. <laughs> yeah. Battery probably died. You want me to just stop this? Uh, no. Okay. What happened? Camera shut off. The battery died. Yeah, it's not plugged in. So. But yeah, uh, it, it's it's either gonna be Last of Us Part Two, um, uh, fucking, uh, Cyberpunk for my game of the year, and then the other one that doesn't make it in that point will be sharing space with Final Fantasy Seven Remake. <laughs> Uh, I'll be very surprised if that's not correct, and I would be happily surprised if that's not the case because I, want, I, I, I don't want to go into this year just going like, I know my favorite games, but I have a real <laughs> strong suspicion uh, that those three will be there. Um, but yeah, we should probably close this out because we just our camera was just like, hey, I'm fucking tired, and I think we are as well. So yeah. um, unless anybody else has anything to, to say about game of the year, runners-up, other Things that happened I, in 2019. I was going to say, my list is probably going to be very similar to yours next year in that regard. Yeah. So, um, And yeah, just a quick reminder before we close this out, we will be doing our annual uh, best month of uh, PlayStation Plus. We do this every year. We go through all 12 months of last year and we go through a roster and we vote. So it's dynamic on what was the best month. We'll talk about each month and the games that were offered on PlayStation Plus. So we do Plus Club every month. It's kind of a you know our game of the year for PlayStation Plus. So that should be coming up uh, hopefully next weekend. I want to do it sooner than later since I don't want to do it in like February, moving away from 2019. We need to be talking about 2020 things. But uh, yeah, that's going to do it for this episode of TasteCast, episode 106. As always, thank you for watching. Be sure to like and subscribe. Enjoy this episode. Make sure to check out our other episodes. Check us out on Tumblr, Twitter, and Facebook, and TikTok at Taste of the Gaming. Check out our streams. Links down below. You can watch us most places. Um, we have a Discord link down below. You can talk to us anytime all the time. We're on iTunes, Spotify, and other podcast platforms if you prefer to listen to us. My name's Seth. I'm Chevy. And I'm Chris. Until Tuesday, Tasty Tuesday, have a good night, week, and uh, take it easy, guys.